This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Can you tell the difference between Meth Lab and HME Lab? Yes. Not on the outer face, no. No, I mean like once, when you walk inside, like, oh, that was meth. Well, once you walk inside, there's going to be a lot of similarities, but there will be certain key indicators that'll go okay this is like HME. we should probably yeah, get the f out of here in a yeah it's, that more, oh, it's trailer no it's definitely a meth lab it's got more teeth on the ground <laughs> we're live we're live all right Right. Phil I'm and John, welcome to the podcast. Thanks Thank for you. Us. Thank you for having us at our shop. Yes, thanks for having us at <laughs> your shop. <laughs> so today we're with uh, One Nation Coffee. Uh, we've known these guys for quite some time, and we have some mutual friends and business partners. Yes, we do. And uh, yeah, so I made mean, the, the um, this this episode is powered by One Nation Coffee since we're here. Thank you. Uh, they have their six a.m. So we're going to talk all about coffee and get more into the specifics on what they do exactly. Um, our opening drink is actually instead of an Irish coffee, it's Kentucky coffee, and it's made with which blend did you? Which one did we get? The Moab. Yeah, the Moab. So this is a cold roast. brew Moab dark roast with some Old Tub, some Tippleman's uh, bourbon barrel maple syrup, some heavy cream, and a dash of cinnamon on top. Mm-hmm. And it is delicious. Yes, it's a good hit. People like yep. it. Where'd you buy your cream from? <sighs> Went to the gas station and got a coffee cup and filled it with cream instead of coffee. <laughs> it's cheaper works. than buying a thing of coffee or yeah. a thing of cream. That's ingenious, actually. <laughs> That's why that coffee cup is full of cream. Yeah, it was like That's 99 cents idea. instead yep. of like $5. Yeah, it was, it was right. that and a bag of ice was $3 and some change. So yeah. It wasn't much. That's how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick always tells us to run a tight ship, so... That's what yeah. we do. It's funny. He tells us the same thing. Yeah. Does he? <laughs> nice. So we wanted to... Um, Talk about a bunch of things, but I think we should let you guys run first and tell us specifically whatever you want people to know about One Nation Coffee, and then we'll get into kind of like coffee stuff. Okay. So. Sounds good. 
Well, we started, um, I guess it's been four, almost five, oh, almost five years ago, uh, 2017. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, we, we kicked off and um, it started kind of as just a joke on a, on a text message thread and now it's this. <laughs> and so, I wouldn't say it was, I mean, anytime that you're talking with friends and tossing out ideas, wasn't necessarily a joke because we were legitimately trying to figure out like, hey, what do we want to do? Because we were wanting to, we all have our day jobs. And then we were like, you know, what, what's some ideas that we can, you know, try to come up with? And uh, I think it wasn't you that was, he's like, hey, why don't we get into the coffee roasting business? And then yeah, we were all like. Actually, your brother wanted to do a coffee shop. Yeah. And, uh, and just with my background with uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A and all. It was, I said, that's ridiculous. I was like. We would have to be at that place, you know, from 4 a.m. till 8 at night. And I was like, none of us are in a position to yeah. do that. No, that's that brick and mortar. Yeah. yeah. And we, we were we were all in different parts of the country as well. And, yeah, that would be hard. Um, so, uh, so then, yeah, I, I said, well, why don't we why don't we roast coffee? Because then we keep so, our day jobs until it grows. And then, you know, eventually one day being the goal of being able to step away from our day jobs or retire out of them. Mm-hmm. But I think the essence of, you know, your question, Matt, is like, why? You know, and... And originally it was, it's like, hey, where's where's coffee for guys like us? You know, being defined for you guys out there that don't know us, you know, uh, I am active duty military um, in the Navy EOD. And, and uh, Phil, he's he's in law enforcement with the Charleston County Sheriff's Department. And, and uh, you know, a couple of our other business partners are veterans with the Navy, you know, and a veteran with the Marine Corps, you know, and... and and so that essence of where do we get a quality coffee at a reasonable price and not, not just we've expanded past veteran stuff, but just like people that value traditional American, American values, you know, the hard worker, blue collar guy, you know, the hunter, fisherman, you know, whatever, if you, if you stand up for the flag, you know, you know, we want to sell you coffee. We want to sell coffee to everyone, but that's where our heartstrings lie. It's like, yeah. hey, how do we provide coffee for guys like us? You know, people like us, women. Well, we're not women, but women. You know, that are similar to us, and you know, the expound out there, the military wives, the mil, you know, the law enforcement wives. I mean, they do more work. They, there's more burden on them to hold the families together. Why? I'm deployed or, you know, they're working night shift or doing whatever, you know, like how do we support and showcase them? And that's where we kind of moved forward and came up with, that's why we came up with, we got your 6 a.m. Because not only do we have your back, but we have your morning. Whatever you're going through, we want to be part of it to help you achieve it throughout your day. As coffee gives you energy, we as One Nation want to help lift you up and carry you through whatever goals or challenges you're trying to tackle. Right. That is why John does sales and I do operations. <laughs> yeah, that's right. why it's in the back. <laughs> it's good to have separation that way one one you know that you're not both trying to learn the same thing yeah. and uh, so. talk the same talk. So. Well, it's a, it's a it's a team effort too. Absolutely. And the way we look at it is, I mean, if we were both sales guys and both thought the same all the time on everything, this we wouldn't have the the success that we have now, and it's it's yep. growing. So we can, I mean, we still have the same. End goal in mind on everything is how we get there. We sometimes differ, but we talk about it. We get through. You know, Phil whatever. keeps trying to show me how to use the roaster and with the numbers, and I keep getting distracted. You know, like a baby Squirrels. squirrel comes by, or <laughs> or like someone that looks like they want to buy coffee. I just like walk off. I'm like, hey, you got this right. And all right, I'm 
I'm going to go do something other than roast this. I'll stand here and Chase smell people. the roasting. Yeah. I smell the coffee and everything like that and help when, grind and bag. And I've, I've, we have yet to be here when it's running, but just popping open that, whatever the, the whatever you call it, that lid, yeah. popping that open and just smelling. Yeah, mm. the coffee. Well, when we finish this, I actually have to do a couple roasts. So well, there we go. Hang out for yeah, a few we'll, minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I've never see seen that. that before, so that'd be cool. Yeah, well, that's what we do. So in the law enforcement, like as a veteran and you're in the Navy, like we're pretty used to terrible coffee. Is it, is it the same way in a police station? Yo, yeah, yeah. That's actually kind of what, what sparked me to, to learn how to roast, um, which is something I kind of did like just prior to, to us kicking this off, um, which is probably where my mindset was when we had the conversation. But sitting at 3 o'clock in the morning at a gas station is, oh, man, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, occasionally you'll get a good cup, but... 99% of the time, you're just like, okay, I just, I need caffeine. It's either this cup of coffee that, you know, the gas station or somebody's saying, here, it's a free cup of coffee. Drink yeah. it. Or I go buy Bang or, well, actually, we didn't have Bang at the time. It was uh, Monsters or, sure. or um, Red Bulls or whatever. So uh, so that was kind of the, the catalyst of, man, this stuff is, there's got to be better right. coffee out there. So you've changed my life on gas station coffee like i won't if i forget to make coffee in the morning i will not stop at a gas station anymore because i don't remember exactly just to get what cream you, right yeah, just <laughs> to get, <laughs> i don't remember exactly what you said about gas station coffee but there, you, i remember you like tainted my uh palate for it and now it's like it's like the worst thing on the planet right yeah it's essentially in not every gas station obviously some of them some of them are now starting to move into having better coffee depending on where you go um probably where you live but um, a lot of it is just straight robusta coffee, which is very, very caffeinated, but the bean itself is not very high quality. And so if you roast it, and we, we do use robusta with our stuff, but that's to add more caffeine back into our coffee. But if we just did a, a robusta roast, it is, I mean, I can't even really describe it. It's not. No. It's not. Go to the not gas station. You, you don't have to describe it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> go to the gas so. station, get a cup, and then try a couple of ours. And <laughs> I'm going to take a whiskey break here. So we're going to yeah. start with, because I haven't had this one yet, and I'm excited for it. We're going to start with the Horse Soldier Reserve, which is actually a gift to us um, on the last, on the quail hunt that we went on with Patrick. Um, okay. We got to chew on ice while we... Yeah, that's done. fine. Go okay. ahead. Yeah. I don't know. Just know that's kind of annoying. There's yeah. not really any rules. Well, I might hold my head back. There yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know, but this metal on the bottle, the story goes, I don't know if that's the right way to say it but they advertise that this metal came from the trade towers really on that i don't know how they do it or what kind of metal how they get it this thin but um but yeah that's that's what uh that's what they say and so the horse soldier bourbon you know the movie horse soldiers yep that's that's who these guys are is okay the original so where's the fresh bottle pop see it get that sound yeah i have seen this bottle i, I didn't didn't buy it, but I, I've seen it once or twice. We have a lot to drink, so pour as little or as much as you want into your glass. And we'll use a new glass every time. I didn't say that earlier, so that's why you have so many glasses. So while we're while we're passing this around and, and pouring, I did want to take <clears throat> a moment to uh, sort of offer some social proof about what you guys were talking about and your desire to reach out to the community. So you guys sent a care package to my uncle uh, in Louisiana. Uh, back in September, October time frame. So he's uh, he lives, born and raised in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, you can just set it there. I'll, I'll grab it. And uh, they, when they were responding to um, 
you know, the cleanup efforts and rescue efforts for the the hurricanes that hit down there, their supply chain for yeah. groceries and stuff was for weeks trouble, and they couldn't get coffee at the firehouse. Um, and so what you guys sent down to them was some of the first like actual coffee they were able to get for the firehouses and the training center and all that stuff. So uh, thank you very much for doing that. And uh, yeah, it was really, you know, they don't just talk the talk. You guys are actually doing, uh, doing the deed. So yeah, I appreciate that. We like whenever we can, we can have a direct contact or a direct source to, to send our stuff to. So we, we know that it's going to actually get out to the people that need it. Versus right. Yeah. going, Oh, Hey, here's a marketing contact that, you know, kind of what we do. Right. No, the, I, um, I can tell you it, it went straight to, uh, I think he gave you the training center. You guys, the training, the training center. He's the chief for the training center. Uh, so we went straight there, and then he distributed it to the handful of uh, departments that were actually still open. Uh, there okay. were a couple that – actually, there were quite a few that were no longer uh, operational because of damage. But, um, yeah, it definitely made it to the right hands, and uh, that's fine. I can mute – I can Sorry. I can work some magic I when I edit. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, like I said, we, we always, you know, and we try to, we try to reach out, like I said, directly to, you know, the people that are going to use it, and because uh, that's that's always been one of our biggest fears is, you know, if we if we send something out during some kind of relief effort, um, that it sits in a warehouse for six months and then it, oh, look at this box of coffee we found, and then right. they, they drink our coffee, and it's, you know, granted for most people you drink coffee at six months old, nobody's going to care. Sure, even sure. me. I mean, I'll drink six month old coffee yeah, and not yeah. care. But yeah. but at the same Those time, folders. we want we want our coffee to be yeah. as fresh as possible. We want people to, you know, I mean that's our brand, so we sure, want it to be good, fresh. And so, like I said, anytime you know with your uncle, it was boom, get it there. Yep. You know, we roast it, send it out to him. So when those guys got it. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. Coffee was a couple days old. So. Yeah, that was. Yeah, we were pumped about it. And he was. Uh, he was very grateful. So the the guy, my uncle, runs on coffee from the day from the moment he wakes up till he goes to sleep. So, yeah. well, and that's. I mean, along with that, that's why we we have partnered with uh, WLS Foundation. You know, and we do give a dollar a bag, or you know, a dollar a box of K cups, so that because you know we we want to be in line with. You know, at the end of the day, it's not about the bottom dollar. Obviously, we have to be successful sure. and grow so that we can continue to uh, be influential to make that positive impact right. to the society. Um, but, you know, we we want to align ourselves, like such as you guys, you talk about how we have common friends and people. We, we Our company, we want to align with other groups that truly do give back. And, you know, we... You get those people on Instagram, Facebook that just say, hey, they're another veteran-owned company that's just trying to, you know, pull the, you know, pull something off you. It's like, well, one, we're supplying an actual product right. to you that's really good. And two, it's like, hey, check out, you know, we'll gladly give you Pat's number and right, you right. can call him and he and you can ask him how much that we give and yeah, yeah. what we do. And you can ask, you can see what they actually do with what they say they do. Yep. You know, and yep. so, but whatever, you know, we'll keep moving along. We, you guys know, and we know that we're doing the right thing. And that's really that, that all yeah. that matters. You if know, you so. can, if you can, if you can go to bed at night with a clean conscience, feeling good yeah. about what you're doing, that's, that's all that matters. Yep. So, so we're going to smell this first. Um, okay. Don't stick your nose all in it. Just kind of like treat it, I always say treat it like a, like a yeah. fine woman. Just, just get a little closer until you get the essence and then, and then, you know, get as close as you feel like you need to get to smell it. And then, um, yeah, not much there. So try give it a uh, a taste and, and see. And I've never had this before, so I don't have any tasting notes. I'm but. still trying to clear the cinnamon off my palate off that last drink. So, 
It's a little on the sweeter side, but I like it. It's... I'm going to have to look at the mash bill for this. There's something in that I don't like, <laughs> which sucks. I, would never, I really wanted to like it. I would never turn it away. That's for No, sure. yeah. There's it's, no such thing as bad bourbon. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's a apple-flavored whatever. No, it's no. Just, it's, yeah, yeah no, there's is, definitely nothing, you know, yeah. sugars and yeah, this is, syrup uh, added to it. But Legitimate right. bourbon, uh, which is one thing we talk about all the time in the podcast is the difference between whiskey and bourbon. Yeah. Bourbon's always going to be a quality product because it's federally mandated that you can't put anything in it. Right. There's a lot of things that are laws for bourbon. Um, but, yeah, whiskey, that's why, like, apple, it's just sugar. Anything below typically 35% is going to be a ton of sugar. Yeah. You see anything? I'm looking at the mash bill right yeah. now. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's a, like a – there's an earthy taste, which is typically a rye. Yeah. yeah. It definitely it's, has It's because it's 35 – it's 30% yeah. rye. So there you yeah. go. So I don't uh, like rye good. in my it's bourbon. It's got some tango oh. to it. I yeah. like rye, so, but I don't like rye it's in my a, bourbon. It is a – as yeah. they call a high rye bourbon, uh, similar to um, – What's another high rye? High rye bourbon would be well, yeah, uh, Basil uh, Hayden's. Whistle Pig. Yeah. I like Basil Whistle Pig. is usually. Whistle Pig's all rye. And yeah. I, I like rye. I just don't like rye in my bourbon. I like the corn sweetness, and I, and yeah. I feel like rye kind of takes that away. That's yeah. not one of my favorites. Um, so You know, it has a cool label. So. It does have a cool label. It's got a cool story, which is half yeah. the thing, half the part of bourbon is the story behind it. Yeah, um, yeah it is a... Uh, as I'm sure you see in your industry with coffee, marketing plays a huge part in getting customers' attention. And, you know, I, in my studies of marketing and, you know, back when I was in college for business, like you study these pieces and these these parts of, of marketing and uh, having a catchy, regardless of whether it's true, story associated with your brand is mm-hmm. is what people lean on. And it, I have I don't think I've ever seen it run so rampant in an industry like it does with Berkman. Yeah, I, I mean, think, I think coffee is very, very similar in that, that matter because a lot of people, cause you can get coffee anywhere. There's, a, yeah. you know, thousands of coffee companies out there, but if people it, with us and we always, John is an expert at it. When we go right, to an event or we do something too. and people come up and, and talk to us, you know, initially they care less who we are until they start talking. They find out our story. They, they realize we are who we are and, and, and we do what we do. And so we're allowed to, to kind of get that message across. And when people resonate with us and they figure out who we are, they buy our coffee and then they try our coffee and go, Oh my God, this is, this yeah, is amazing. Good. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, okay. And so then we have repeat customers and people get subscriptions and they, they do that and it, it keeps the business going because we could sell one bag all day long with our story. But then eventually we'd run out of people to sell coffee to, right? Right. So if, you know, I'm real big on quality. That's always been my big thing from day one. If it is not something that I would drink, if I wouldn't get my mother to drink, if I wouldn't get my grandfather to drink or anything like that, then it's not going out this door, period. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in every single roast we do, even our decaf, which I don't like decaf. And so it took me a year and a half to figure out, you know, how to roast our decaf to get it where it doesn't taste like plastic or find the right bean rather. And, um, and so going through all that process, but back to the point of the marketing. So people resonate with us. They, they understand who we are, same as they do with say like alpha coffee or black rifle coffee or even Starbucks or, mm-hmm. or any of these bigger brands, they identify with them in some way, shape or form. And then they buy the coffee. And yep. then, yeah. but again, if you have crappy coffee, then that'll be the last bag they buy. Sure. Right. Maybe one more, but, but so I, I think that's part of our success is just, having that that you know telling the truth about who we are what we want to do what our mission is and then when they try the coffee it's it it's pulls them all yeah. together yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah because you know coffee i mean just like any product it's a commodity and so what what do you do to d- differentiate 
between your your item and then the, the other 10,000 items that right, are out right. there, you yeah. know. And, and so because there are other companies, obviously, that make really great coffee, sure. you know. And so and it is, it's like Phil was saying, is that we strive, you know, when we talk, if we're selling or doing something, you know, I never want to do it in a sense of like, I'm going to force you, strong arm you into buying one bag because that's all you'll do. You might buy one bag. Right. But what we want to do is introduce who we are. And if if our story, who we are, what we do, what our message, what we stand for resonates with you, then that's cool. That's what we want. And then, oh, by the way, we also have really great coffee. Right, yeah. So you're getting a great product. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, yeah, it's important. You brought up uh, decaf, and that was another interesting thing that you taught me about coffee is how decaffeinated coffee is actually made. And it's it's a chemical process that strips the caffeine typically. out of the bean, right? Yeah, typically. But yeah. did you know that all that when they pull that caffeine out, the number one buyer of it is Coca-Cola? I did hear that, yeah. I think That's actually you wild. might have told me that. I just learned it today. So, oh, <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah, so I, I know I've, I've been the right guy. He hook you up before. with the, yeah. you know. Pearls of wisdom. Matt yeah. shares a lot of pearls of wisdom. But well, and so and there's yeah. there's different ways to decaffeinate the coffee. You've got the um, the chemical process, which is typically why when you drink decaf, it tastes like plastic or it's just it, it's awful. It really is awful. I don't, I don't know how people drink it. So when we went through and like I said, it took me about a year and a half of trying all kinds of different beans. And every time I try one, I'm I take a sip and I'm like, ah, nope, get rid of it. And so we just went through bean after bean after bean after bean, and finally we found. One that was uh, I mean, well, there's multiple ones, but one that was a it's a Swiss water, so it's a naturally decaffeinated, basically through the water system they use in Brazil. Mm. Um, mm. Don't ask me the exact process how it happens. I just know that it's done through water instead of chemicals, and whenever really? you taste it, it actually tastes like coffee. Like you don't realize you're drinking decaf. You're like, okay, this is this is yeah. good coffee. It's awesome. Mm. So that's why we that's we what you that use. one, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so your decaf doesn't taste like plastic. No, exactly. Actually, it's really <laughs> earthy. It has actually like an earthy, almost like a cigar, like kind of smell and odor to it. So it's pretty cool. So since so, you brought up cigars, one of um, our followers, I made a comment post today and was like, anybody have any questions? One of the guys, um, he's our Canadian friend. He asked, what coffee pairs best with cigars? And I assume that that's a long answer so like there's light and dark mm. coffees and there's light and dark cigars do you mm. think that that do you guys have any input on i i don't because i haven't personally tested it out because anytime i smoke a cigar it's usually whiskey that i'm drinking right yeah. same <laughs> not coffee so i usually is, don't have a morning cigar it's yeah. usually an evening now that you mentioned that though that is something that i would we, uh, should, we should explore you should I, because because I know, like we in the whiskey industry, a lot of cigars go hand in hand. As you yeah. Know. So we follow some cigar people that are just. I mean, they get up and they have a morning cigar. I mean, yep. that's like one of the things they do in the morning. And um, I've never had cigar with coffee. I just couldn't imagine smoking a cigar that early in the morning. I, um, <laughs> actually, I have. I once again, I've I've had cigars once or twice with um, on deployment with uh, coffee and everything like that. But one of my good my good buddies, uh, aka Eddie Money. He is a avid cigar and coffee drinker, and he loves our JBs. And so he says that he usually pairs multiple different types of cigars with the with JB. That, that JB for all you out there, it's medium dark, you know. Okay. And so, and that's and, what we—that's what I yeah. drink is the JBs. Yeah. So, and oh, he drinks a black, you know, obviously, yeah, same. you know, so black on there. But I haven't thought about doing. I think he usually does like a 
mid-grade, mid-level cigar, whatever, not really a light, light yeah, one. Yeah, so, rough. So, yeah. Yeah, so would you, think, you would think it'd be a lighter cigar in the morning anyway. And so, so a light cigar with like a medium roast. That probably, I mean, it makes dark, sense in my yeah. head. And so I, that's what I think. Yeah. Like, I'm interested to try it. You should try it. I'm interested to try it. Your, your decaf now. I, I, I hate decaffeinated coffee. It's just dirty bean water to me usually. Right. <laughs> but it's, that's uh, the point, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> I, but, you know, if, if I smoke a cigar, it's in the evening. I want to relax and mellow. I yeah. don't always necessarily at seven or eight in the evening on the patio smoking a cigar want a jolt of caffeine. So if that ca- if that coffee pairs well with a cigar, it, it might based on the. I've done a few uh, a few test runs too, um, and we we haven't put anything out yet. But mm-hmm. doing like a half calf, so something that's maybe mixed mm-hmm. with um, our decaf and one of our other roasts. And, uh, and all the ones that we've done so far are, are pretty good. We cool. just haven't. You know, started. Got it. Yeah. So there's yeah. a member of Black Rifle that follows us and listens to our podcast. So you mm-hmm. might want, we might want to beep that out so you don't steal it. <laughs> beep. <laughs> they, they're already. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure people are. Yeah. So next whiskey, uh, what we? Uh, so this is a smoke wagon. It's from Nevada. It's actually really interesting right now um, in our world. It's really sought after, and and its secondary prices have gone through the roof. It's kind of crazy, but it's an interesting story that I'm not. I don't feel like getting into, but. This bottle um, was hooked us up by uh, Colton from Palmetto Bourbon. We had a podcast with him, and he brought this over with him. And um, it's a cool looking bottle. Yeah, it's an awesome looking bottle. It's called Smoke Wagon. Nice. And um, so, same thing. As much as you want, I'm gonna actually pour a little bit more of this one because I enjoy this one. But as much as you want to, uh, oh, you have a DD too. That's yeah, I have a DD. I know. Before you get into that, just, <laughs> I'm going back on. I'm still sipping on. Yeah, no the rush. Other one, no on rush. The other one, but uh, I, I do have to say that. The more I've sipped on it, it's kind of mellowed out my palate. I like it's really not that bad. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's it, that's not bad to say it's not that bad. Like, no, it's, I'm enjoying. It's, it's definitely it's not really saying good. it's bad. Yeah, so, that, yeah. So here's I think I it's drink a lot of bourbon. So and, and this <laughs> is what I think. What I think Matt was getting at like when you when I approach a bourbon, I have certain notes that I expect, and so when I get hit with the spiciness of a rye and what's supposed to be a bourbon. Um, that I'm just not expecting. If I knew, if I expected yeah. that going into it, it would be different. Yeah, but if I looked at it, it's, it's like yeah. drinking a, a, an Isley, you know, malt scotch. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but yeah. getting something else where you're expecting that peatiness, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, where's the right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it tastes like straight smoked peat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't know peat was dirt until probably, yeah. I don't know, a year ago. Smoked dirt. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, this one, um, this one's gonna have a little bit more of a harshness to it. It's not gonna be as smooth, and I hate using that word. As that, yeah, you shouldn't use smooth in, in any kind of whiskey. <laughs> you, can, you can use whatever word you, you want can, to. You can say whatever. We you want. use no it rules. all day long with our coffee. Yeah, you can say it. You can say it. Is I don't smooth. I, I classify the smoothness in a whiskey in how it hits the back of my throat going down. Yes, versus and a lot what of people I, what do. I taste up front. Yep. Yeah, and that's and there's a lot of so like the smell is the nose, and then once it's in the mouth, and then the finish. Um, some whiskeys have a really long finish and some are peppery and people will say that's rough. It's not, that's, it's not really rough. It's just, it has a long, hot finish. Right. Um, where like the mouthfeel typically when you see people do this, what they're looking for is called the legs. And, um, if there's a lot of them, which this one doesn't have that many, but if there's a bunch, then it's, uh, it's like, it's going to be a real oily mouthfeel. So that's one of the cues that you can kind of look at when you're, um, just like you're going through it. Yeah, I, yeah I there's a lot of similarities between bourbon and wine. Huh. I, I've drank a lot of bourbon. Not not as much as you you have. <laughs> I try to uh, drink a lot. I try to learn. 
<laughs> you remember that time I brought Clyde Mays over? Mm. Yeah. I think uh, my GoPro died. Oh, good times. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Clyde Mays. My no, neighbor no. actually introduced me to that up in uh, up in uh, Maryland when I was living. He, he was a big Clyde Mays fit, fan. Yeah. He was one of those phantom pourers. You know how you track your glass like, oh, I've had two glasses. I'm good. He would come It'd behind sneak, you. Sneak by and, yeah, yeah. and re-pour. Yeah. Mm. That's, a, that's, that's a Whenever you're mentally tracking, so yeah. you can, because as adults, right, at this yeah. point in our life, we all kind of know what you know our levels like what murphy consumption consumption and where we need to be to 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 keep it to keep it level and when someone's doing that (laughs) i mean he's doing that because he loves to drink you know and and i just have to say his last name murphy you know will explain everything with that you know (laughs) so um but uh yeah he just loved to phantom pour you you know and you're like i really only had two drinks but i'm i'm uh I'm feeling this, really good right now. This second drink has been like yeah. the same level for a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. so I wrote um, a couple of things down just so I could pretend to be part of the thing here. Uh, one was since we had that Kentucky coffee. So the Irish coffee, do you know how, Do you know when Irish coffee was invented, if you were to guess? Probably a long time ago. That's what I thought, too. No. Okay. No, then. Can we guess now? Since yeah, guess that. <laughs> 1970s? A little bit earlier. Yeah, probably 50s? 30s, 20s, or 30s. 43. 19, okay. Yeah, split, in, split the difference then. Yeah. Do you know where it was invented? <laughs> Not in Ireland, probably in like New York or. It was in Ireland. But it got famous in San Francisco, which is why a lot of people think that it's not from Ireland. But it was, uh, his, his name was Joe Sheridan. He was a chef at an airport in Limerick, Ireland. And so the Foynes was an uh, airbase. So it was kind of like a stop for transatlantic voyages. And back then, you know, people were freezing to death in airplanes because they yeah. were just crappy airplanes. So yeah. it stopped there and they would have coffee and stuff. So there was one that had gone out and had to turn around and come back. And so when it got back, he was like, I want to make these poor saps something, you know, real special. So he made them an Irish coffee. Um, and, it, and the quote says that they fell silent as they enjoyed this delectable concoction. But the recipe calls for four ounces of rich hot coffee. Half ounce, one and a half ounce of Irish whiskey, two teaspoons of brown sugar, which I didn't know, and then one ounce of double cream. And you're supposed to pour it real slow so it floats on top. Mm. I've always just poured the whiskey directly into the black so coffee have and I. Then I drank it, and everybody thinks so. Have I. I've always done it exactly that exact. <laughs> which same way. amazed me, it took that long for somebody to actually put that in there. Coffee the, and whiskey. And, and the, been... the story goes that uh, while they were drinking this treat that this guy made yeah. for them, more or less, uh, an American said. Uh, is this Brazilian coffee? And his reply was, no, it's Irish coffee. And that's where the term and the, 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 the name Irish coffee came from. Yeah. Uh, cool. Forgot it's, that part of this. This is good. It's good. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. I like the smoke wagon a lot. Yeah, smoke wagon's really good. So I want to talk a lot about coffee beans. So yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize this, but coffee is a fruit. And did you know that it was it, it was uh, discovered by a goat farmer? Mm-hmm. Yemen. Yeah. So the the guy was watching his goats eat these berries, and he's like, every time they do this, they get crazy, and they start hopping around and stuff. And, and so he gave it to some monks, and some monks brewed the first cup of coffee, and they drank it, and they were like, this could lead to enlightenment. It's, and uh, But there's many times in history that coffee has actually been outlawed. It was illegal. In 1511, Mecca banned it because it stimulated, stimulated radical thinking in How Mecca. dare they? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, tell us about what coffee, it starts out, as a cherry, almost yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It comes off a little, um, a little tree, basically, and uh, and that 
that cherry, the fruit, basically once you strip that off. And, um, and a lot of the farmers, like say, well, pretty much wherever it's grown, they do a lot of other stuff with those, those cherries okay. and, the, and the skins and stuff that come off of it. Um, so basically they use every part of the buffalo, which is. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you see, in during this section of the interview, I fall silent, and Philip is really talking. About it. <laughs> this is sales versus ops. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> like, hey, call me when you need me. But yeah, so enjoy your bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, they get down to the the seed of it essentially, and uh, and that gets dried out, and then once that dries out, that typically you know sometimes it's washed, sometimes it's sent directly how it's dried out. Um, just depending on where and and how that coffee's coming to you, and then from there, you roast it up, and that's what you're that's what you're putting in your in your gullet. So, so we were talking about roasting, and you were telling me about like the second crack and, yeah. and how long. So I think most people believe that coffee roasting takes a while. Like you have to roast the hell out of it, and uh, that's not true. I right? did. It's like yeah. as a kid when you remember the Rice Krispie commercial back when you were a kid when the mom's like, yeah, yeah, stirring. Oh, it takes forever. Really, it's not 20 minutes. Yeah, I was doing a quick roast this morning, and actually went to CrossFit. Um, guy that owns a CrossFit place across the road, which we probably need to be going to. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, so he came over, and uh, as I was roasting, and right when as we were sitting there having a conversation, you could start hearing the second crack, which is a pretty loud pop, and it sounds like Rice Krispies in your huh. in your roaster. And so you just hear these little little pops and snaps. And uh, so that second crack is depending on where you want your coffee. Friend. Yeah, it's uh, it, that kind of <laughs> determines you know, from your medium on, you technically get a little bit of light roast um, right at that first crack, but typically, typically your lighter roast is coming just a hair before that or right at, um, and then anything past that starts your medium to dark. And then from there, it's basically your techniques on how you develop the coffee from, from so, that second crack. So what temperature are you roasting these at? So whenever I fire up my machine, I'm typically... Our machine? It, yeah, that's right. It's my baby. Get away it from me. Sounds it. like us. <laughs> yeah. He says my and I all the time. I'm like, we? Yeah, I go back yeah, and edit. So. I'm usually good about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But that is it, like, it, that's, it's, that's it's been my baby. baby. Like but whenever, to me, it shows like yeah. you know, oh, you're yeah, taking yeah. pride in ownership and what you're doing. It's just, it's yeah. just oh, part yeah, of the mentality. Yeah, that's I've, good. I've, I've yet to, to relinquish <laughs> the reins of of allowing anybody to... The roast alone. That's funny. <laughs> I think he really overcomplicates it so that I, I get do. confused to walk it, off. So. It's like being a bomb tech. You make people think it's rocket science, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a red of the blue wire. Yeah. Like, well, that's yeah, a long question. Really. There's yeah. a long answer. <laughs> just cut them off. It's definitely not 50-50. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so um, uh, back, oh, I can't remember what the question was initially. Oh, I asked second temperature-wise. Like, like, what, what temperature are you roasting at? So, so typically, depending on the roast, and I started – in different areas, if I'm doing a lighter roast, or it also depends on what time of day I'm starting to roast, what okay. the temperature is, what's the ambient temperature inside the warehouse here. Is it hot? Is, really? it, is it cold? So if it's if I come in here in February and it's a nice cold morning, then I'm going to have to get my start temperature up just a little bit because when I put those beans into the hopper, it's like ice cubes that are dropping. Oh, it'll, yeah. it'll drop right. the temperature. Right. So, so whenever I start running um, the graphs and everything on, on my computer system, I want everything to kind of kind of line up from, gotcha. from my previous roast because I like consistency. Um, so typically mm -hmm. 400 degrees is about, is like your base mm -hmm. temperature. Um, so most of our, say like the, um, our Reveille, our light roast. And I, I typically try to start roasting with the lighter roast first and then work my way into the darker roast throughout the day. Um, so if I start my morning with a light roast and I'll start that typically between four and 410 
is where I'll drop it in. And then once you drop it in, the temperature inside that, that drum drops. And uh, so it'll start dropping to like 150-ish. Okay. And then it'll start its turn and when it goes back up. So your end times are going to vary drastically depending <clears throat> on what type of roast you're doing. So yeah. your lighter roast are going to be right at like like ours is about 406-ish, okay. you know, 405, 406 for, for our light roast. Yeah. All the way up to when you start getting to our darker roast, which is around like closer to 470. Okay. Um, and then you don't really want to go – too much higher than that you don't want to hit in the 500 ranges because number one your roaster will probably shut down on you uh, <laughs> yeah. but you're gonna you'll so, have so my, my my reason for asking the question is you were talking about you know the the delicacy with the time between you know between cracks or whatever like are we talking minutes are we talking seconds yeah both really okay both. again just depending on what type of roast you're looking for gotcha okay. um so with our darker roast i try to extend it out and so by by doing that, so my development time, which I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but um, so what I'll do is I'll start cutting cutting power or cutting heat to the, the system. Mm-hmm. It's still really freaking hot in there, sure. but it's it's almost like a steak. You know, you take a steak off, uh, yeah, off the grill, rest. you let, let it rest. It rest. It's still cooking, right. right? But you've just kind of taken the heat taking off the heat that source off. Yeah. Right? So in, in a sense, you're, you're not necessarily taking the heat directly off of it like you would pulling a steak out, but you are lowering all your temperatures. You're shutting the gas off on, on your grill and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. So it kind of rides it out. Whereas, you know, some companies are, you know, some roasters, even buddies of mine, they will straight keep that heat running all the way through till they hit that, that point. Um, I feel like it smooths out your coffee a little bit more by, by letting that development time extend some mm-hmm. um, versus just let me hurry up and get it to this temperature and, and get it out of the yeah. machine. Yeah. So, this whole time. One, this, that's the most I've ever heard Phil talk at once. That's amazing. <laughs> so thank you for asking those questions. You're welcome. <clears throat> in my head, like, we're sitting here, like, nodding our heads. You know, I just, I'm praying that, like, I just really pray that you, what you're saying, Phil, is actually accurate and not pulled out of your ass. Because it's like, I, Make it all I don't want, like, other, like, black rival, like, those those guys are just, they're, they're just <laughs> amateurs, you know. Or maybe they're like, well, man, maybe that's what we need to maybe do. Maybe we should try that. Yeah, so. I don't. I think he's being cautious about giving away any company secrets. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, really, there's so many. It, it does kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier with with um, connections. So, I mean, another company could roast our exact coffee, but mm-hmm. if nobody cares about that coffee company and who they are yeah. and what they're doing, you know, Absolutely. fine. Go go. Our, our make secret that is that we're just yeah. hard workers. You know, so. Yeah. We just work hard. It's a common theme I see yeah. amongst uh, successful business folks. Just, yeah. work, just work hard. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you have to constantly work at it. There's no, eh, you know, I just don't really want to do this today, so I'm not going to. It's, no. you know, all right. You might not want to do it, but yeah. you, you got to. I think we all agree. We all have, you know, regular jobs. We work on these things because yeah. we want to quit those eventually. Right. Yes. But we still have obligations. We have family, things that yep. sometimes we would rather be doing. Mm-hmm. But. We hear people say that, like this is specifically towards the uh, the like the people that are like oh it must be nice, like well I yeah. mean eventually one day it will be nice right but yeah we did what you wouldn't do yeah in order to make it nice like exactly this takes this, this none of this stuff just comes out of nowhere you have to work hard you have to <laughs> long days long nights I mean exactly the, you work during the day and then you come here and work at night we do the same thing like we work during the day and we work all night long and and it's making connections, sending emails, not being afraid to ask people things like producing a podcast, doing YouTube stuff, doing videos. It's, you know, it's exactly. It's a lot of hours. Yeah, exactly. After, yeah. after the after, fact. That, after you've already yeah, worked. Yeah. And, yeah. and people don't realize that it, it, you know, we're not there yet. We, we will be one day. I, I have no, no doubts about that. 
Um, but you see the guy that's driving around in the nice car and stuff like that. Sure. And sure, he could be a trust fund baby, or he could have worked his ass off for you know his entire life trying Absolutely. to get to that point where he right. can afford just that car because that's that's been his dream. And right. people look at him and go, I mean, he's just some rich prick, you know, did yeah. do whatever. And it, that's not the case. Like that dude is, you know, never sleeps. He's awesome. That's what yeah. um, he earned that thing. We were talking earlier about Grant Cardone and listening mm-hmm. to him and stuff like that. One of the things that. He said that resonates with me. He says, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah. You know, and there will always be, like, average people or people that don't do anything that sure. will look at people and be like, hey, that's lucky. And there, there might be some someone that got something lucky. But for sure enough, if you got it by luck, you're not going to hang on to it unless you have the tenacity and the hard work that goes right. with it. I mean, coming from <clears> – <throat> I, like I said, I'm Navy OD and working and you do like a dog and pony and you skydive into something and people are like, oh, that's so cool. I want to do that. And they look at you at that moment and you're like, you know how many years of training yeah. <laughs> that I had to do? I mean, literally, though, like we're sitting here doing a podcast with you guys. I have you know how many – it's been four hard years of work to get to where we're at and we're still at the tip of the iceberg. We still have a long ways to go. Right. You know, you know like all the stuff that we're doing, managing – full-time day jobs and this job, you know, and families and And you miss out else. on a lot of stuff yeah. is one thing. Like, because we have people that I just forget to get back to. I mean, like, friends, you yeah. know, and I'm like, I'm like, even family, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, it's not that I'm ignoring you. I just, I, I'm yeah. really busy. Yeah. I have a lot to do. You wish you had the time to, yeah. to spend more time. Where these people, they, a lot of times they'll go to work and then they come home and the, the afternoon is theirs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, us four, we don't have that luxury. It's not. And, but no. The, it's but a, I it's like a choice. What is, yeah. what is free time? What is right. this thing? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a choice, right? We could all go home. Sitting in traffic is free time. And we could not yeah. come to or or work on whatever other projects we have. And we can instead fill that time with uh, watching American Idol or whatever the hell it is you want to do at home. But those are the same people doing that that are saying, well, I don't have time to run a business. Yeah. It must be nice. It's like, you know, the difference I, I told I told someone the other day, that the difference is that I'm making the sacrifices or we're making the sacrifices and doing things now that yep. people aren't willing to do so that we can have things later that people won't be able to have. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just it's just a mindset, and you got to be willing to do the yeah, work. Absolutely. My dad said when I was young, he says, either you work hard when you're young or you're going to work hard when you're old. So you choose. Right, you know? yeah. And then, yeah. And another quote, I quoted my dad, now I'm quoting Phil. We were talking one time. I was going to be bad. <laughs> That's actually a good one because I was just like, man, you know, it feels like we're burning the candle at both ends, and Phil's like, forget burning at both ends the candles in the fire you know and and that's literally yeah yep it sums it up yep, that's true it's yeah. in the fire and we're just going yeah and it's um like we i have a, an event tonight that i didn't promise i'd go to but i was trying i was gonna you know but it's i'd much rather do this you know yeah. and uh we got a little bit of a later start but i'm not i'd much rather be here than going to this event so but like that's a pleasure thing and and once again it's like work because somebody couldn't Phil, show up late. Time. That's why. Yeah. Stupid sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're on night shift, right? Yeah. yeah night shift. Oh, man. man. So this is early in the morning. Oh, so you're drinking whiskey at 7 a.m. right now is what you're doing. Essentially, yeah. This is uh, I'm way taboo right now. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for him, folks. He chose it. <laughs> you work tonight? No, no. I'm off. Uh, to, oh, no, yeah. If I touch this, I'd have to wait a minimum of eight hours before I even look at doing my job. Yeah. I could be drunk yeah. still at eight hours later. Yeah, if I went hard, I'd probably have to go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to not come in tonight. <laughs> you have that option? 
Uh, yes and no. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, if, if if I had been drinking and if I feel it, yeah, then I'm I, sure would, they would. I would just absolutely, they, they're yeah. not going to, you know, say, no, you Especially come into work anyway. Especially this day and age. Yeah, yeah, the guy Forget that about that. Mount Pleasant, yeah. they got caught passed oh, on God, side yeah, of the road. That's that, that <laughs> so is, bad. Yeah, like, you have to be smart in this job. If you if you went too hard and it's still in your system, then just do yourself a favor. Don't, you know, better to be ridiculed or, you know, have your boss, you know, be pissed at you for a little while than go out there and still have some the in your system and could be awful yeah, it could be deadly yeah you know? definitely so, you could uh, lose your life because you're not that you're not you know firing yeah. on all sensors exactly. as they say. so the next one is uh i'm gonna do this um i'm gonna reach reach so this one i've been trying to find this for a while and i finally found it so this is uh the very fine rare bourbon from woofer reserve mm. um it's cheap not a cheap bottle it's cheap so, stuff but no, so it's, gonna, it's very fine. What does the front of the bottle say? Very fine, rare bourbon. Hmm. So this is their six, six, number 16 edition. Oh, nice. Except I had their double oak, and I was really impressed with yeah, that. Yeah, double oak's good. This I, is, I if you look on flavor home. right now and try to buy this bottle, it's $430. Holy crap. That's not what I paid for it, obviously. I got. I actually got it for a retail or MSRP. Yeah, I'm sure if you did, Andy would be back there going, what? No, no. <laughs> She'd be like, huh? Luckily, it's a write-off. It's yeah. a write-off. <laughs> yeah, it's a write-off. Uh, so this is a fresh pop as well. I'm going to give it a... You know how many how many of these wooden things I had to sell to get this bottle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too impressive there. I'm also being very taboo by pouring to myself first, but... It's okay. You know, it is what it's it is. It's the way the table set up yeah, that way. It's yeah. not like you're pouring and taking shots, though, before anybody else touches yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, at least you're calling yourself out so that commentators won't call you out later. That's that's yeah. what I've learned in my business. Exactly. Go ahead and just make fun of yourself first. You take the steam out of anyone. You read enough yeah. comments yeah. Of, about people talking shit about you, and you yeah. learn to start. Like, hey, yeah. this, just I'm going to beat you to hey. it. I'm going to beat you to it. Mom, I was already halfway packing that. Yes, my other sleeve isn't finished. Yes, I could lose some weight. Yeah, all right, now we're ready. Yeah. And you're wearing a T-shirt that you're drinking. It's oh, just yeah, like a band. You're wearing, wearing a, a Taylor, Taylor T-shirt. <laughs> t-shirt. It's like going. To, it's like going to the, <laughs> yeah, the concert. Uh, the concert yeah, wearing the, the band's yeah. T-shirt. We do have a bottle of Colonel Taylor. We'll probably do that next. That reminds me after this. Uh, tell a story. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, it's. <clears throat> well, I, I think we kind of jumped ahead of ourselves whenever oh, we were yeah. going through it. Do we, do we jump in? Do we need to go back and in, in, into any of our coffee? Oh, we're gonna so, go back to it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah we'll get it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get back into coffee. We'll okay, so, oh, I just, I'm gonna go way back though. I'm way really way snap. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for. I mean, this is y'all show. Well, I mean, it's my show. It's yeah, our right. my yeah. show. In our show. Watch it. So this, is our, captain now. this is our <laughs> show. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. This is our show, but it's your show. So yeah. this is um. Co- it smells like Woodford. Mm-hmm. I got a barrel at home that was given to me with our One Nation logo printed on. Yeah, it's awesome. Love that thing. It smells good. Licorice. That's interesting. So it tastes like very rare old Woodford. Like Woodford has a distinct taste. Yeah, and this it doesn't is, have a lot of bite to it. It's, no, uh, it's definitely say the word smooth. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Smooth. smooth. I'm gonna. It's, it's kind of like a, a uh, smooth. It's okay, in between uh, JB's Buckshot or Moab. It's really yeah. smooth. Yeah, Not I mean, bitter at all. You know? Yeah, like, like you, that could, you could almost chug this. I'm gonna do a super cut yeah, of, all the time. It would be obviously awful, but like you could just, you wouldn't like chugs fall over. Yeah. So it says um, aroma, layers of rich oak, sweet aromatic notes, caramel, mm-hmm. brown sugar, chocolate, vanilla merge into a crude tobacco character. I can get some tobacco on that. Yep. With yeah, apple bit. fruit, it says. So the taste, very old oak notes sweetened with honey, 
balanced by a touch of citrus and apple peel with a touch of clove spice. And then the finish is long and dry. Clove is what I was getting. Yeah, not, clove, not licorice, getting clove. But... Yeah, I actually really like it. I see why people go crazy for it. Yeah, it's good. I can always, you know, like half those, I'll just nod my head. I mean, like I said, I drink a lot. But, like, yeah, ca- caramel. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, almost all bourbons are going to get the caramel. Yeah, exactly. Um, and one thing I've learned just Brown by doing sugar. these, ta- like we've done a lot of tastings and, and teaching classes, is I can put, I'm not like inventing words, like they're actually in there. But because I have so much experience doing it, or we hey, have so much experience doing good it. Job. Good <laughs> I job. I know, I found it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my microphone works really well. <laughs> I, I smell and taste things you don't smell and taste. Yeah. So when I when I say, like in a taste, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a hint. I don't in this. I'm just saying, for oh, I get a hint. Uh, banana and, and people be like oh shit i do taste banana and then they're like i think you just put that thought in my head and it's like no this is how you learn it's like yeah. you didn't know what blue looked like until someone told it. you what blue was that's true that's so. true i never actually enjoyed whiskey or anything like that until i actually went to bomb school and um I went where'd to you jack, learn that went to the jack daniels distillery because oh, huntsville cool. is only like 45 minutes from lynchburg and uh went there did the the tasting tour and uh, it was me and this guy from Boston. We go through and we do the tasting tour. Boston. And I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, like, okay, I, I see what they're saying. Like, try to teach how to drink it, but I don't get it, whatever. But bought a couple bottles. And so every night after class, me and my buddy would, uh, we'd, you know, had our little routine. And, and I'd, I'd pour just a little bit and I'd, I'd do what they said. And I kept doing it. So it was probably about maybe almost a week later, all of a sudden, when I just took a sip and it was like a flash went off my yeah. head. Yep. And I was like, holy crap. There can, it is. I can taste all these things that they were talking about. Yep. <clears throat> and ever since then, I just forget. I don't care what kind of whiskey it is or, or bourbon. I will I will try it at least. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not like a like a sugary, like a, a fruit or something yeah, like yeah. that. Fireball shot. Yeah, if it's a, yeah. Fireball's <laughs> awesome. God, make me throw up. Um, but yeah, any kind of like real like whiskey or bourbon yep. or yeah, scotch yeah. or anything like that. Right, right. Like, I just enjoy the crap out of it and just tasting everything that comes. It's just comes like anything it. else. Yeah. It's, it's once you learn how to do it, it's it's completely different but also your taste receptors change over time so i think it's 30 every 30 days you basically have brand new mouth um hmm. picking up very delicate things like obviously chocolate will always taste like chocolate but you could taste a whiskey and then six months later taste it again and you may find have a completely different experience mm-hmm. so it's that's my that's the reason that i drink as much as possible yeah, i get the phases where <laughs> yeah. cer- certain ones that i was all about you know this month maybe you know six months later i have just so many like, jokes that could go with that statement <laughs> so yeah. just... well what's fun is when they come back from my reinvestigate for my for work and they're like <laughs> yeah. uh, is, does he drink alcohol and they're like how much do you think that it, it's like so if anybody ever comes to you and wants to talk about me the answer is no yeah. yeah, I don't even know that guy we talked about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so actually, I, I want to kind of go back to the the beginning. Um, so John and I, I'm looking have, at my watch right now. <laughs> yeah, have been friends since third grade. Oh wow! And uh, and that's yeah. when we met. And it turned out he lived mm-hmm. right down the street from me. And it was you know we were basically like instant friends. We showed up in third grade class yeah. together. He sat next to me and was like, hey, 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 what's up? And like that's how it started. John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> so then, fast forward. I think we were about fifteen. Well, so I think after third or fourth grade or whatever, they moved out to Jedburg, which was probably about 30, 45-minute drive from where we lived. So we still remained friends. Um, obviously, didn't get to see each other as much because, sure. you know, unless our parents drove us out there. But I'd always go out there and hang out. But I guess we were probably 14 or 15. They moved to California, him and his twin brother. And uh, and so this is before Facebook and all that stuff. Right. right. So we lost contact. 
So we didn't talk to each other for 15 years. Went by. I broke contact. He broke more. He ran, and I found him. So <laughs> yeah. Actually, he found me. Too. Hey, hey. But yeah. uh, so uh, so fast forward 15 years. So now we're both right about 30 years old, and um, so I'm I'm in law enforcement. And he's in the navy, and uh, and I'm sitting there one night. A, a actually a new Chick Fil A was opening in uh, over in West Ashley. And I had been on, on Facebook and stuff all night, you know, trying to search for him and his brother, couldn't find anything, whatever. So that next Monday, I'm sleeping, and I was on a night shift at this point. And all of a sudden, my phone dings, and I look at my message, and it's John. It says, hey, you know, I'm looking for my buddy Phil. You know, I don't know if you're him, da 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 da, da. And I'm like, holy crap. So I'm like, bro, it's me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I've been trying to find you. And so he's like, all right, call me. So that night, we called each other. And um, so I'm like, hey, you know, it's like, like we'd never – never skipped a beat and yeah. I was like well what do you do now and he's like well I'm the Navy I'm EOD and I was like shut up I was like I'm on the bomb squad <laughs> and he's like what we're like how did we both go in the same field That's essentially wild, yeah. and uh, so you know fast forward you know yeah. a few more you know movements and deployments stuff like that we uh we started all this and it's uh but the funny thing with that whole is literally 15 years of zero contact with each other and all of a sudden it was it's like we never skipped a beat like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your mind it's a funny here. funny story you have there yeah. Uh, huh. Gus and I met in diapers. Yeah. Moved away. He was in England for a while, kind of lost contact. Oh, jeez. Gus, what do you do for a living right now? I am a cybersecurity guy for the Navy. Do you know what I do for a living? I'm a cybersecurity guy for the Navy. What? Isn't that wild? Wow. Door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a similar Same. story. It's a... It's, you know, the stars have aligned. Yeah. We become just best friends. I saw his eyes light up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I said that, you go. When you said that, I was like, oh, that sounds just yeah, like a story. Sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the only thing I don't like giving credit to is Facebook to re- reuniting our friend friendship. But I've never had a Facebook. Yeah, but credit so, credit that, it was all over <laughs> Facebook. So Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so it was, it was crazy how all that happened. And then, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And they come to find, like, so he's Navy OD, which is, you know, not like, other branches EOD, and then uh, with me, you know, with the sheriff's office, some SWAT team, and the bomb squad, and so it was like, man, like, it, it, it's so funny because I would. We used to there. backstory. We used to play a lot of GI Joe together. Oh my god, yeah, yeah so like crazy. That's what's in the that's woods all crazy. the time, pretending we were in war. <laughs> so <laughs> we try to hack each other as kids, you know. And so <laughs> what you guys did. No, no, <laughs> that didn't come till later. But, uh, <laughs> we, we did GI Joes too. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. But uh, yeah, so um, it, just kind of going through, and I would talk to him, and I'd be like. Man, tell me, tell me some of your stories. Like this has got to be so interesting. He's like, Nah, man, my stories are boring. He's like, Tell me about your stories. You got to be awesome. I'm like, Nah, man, my stories are boring. Seriously, tell me about yours. And so we would go back and forth, like trying to like, yeah. I mean, trust me, your story is cooler than mine. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's uh, it's so funny. who had the better stories? Uh, obviously me. That's but, what um, I feel like over. Yeah, he actually got robbed with me one night, and it took us seven and a half hours to get from North Charleston to Somerville, which is only about twelve miles. Yeah, and uh, and legitimately like seven and a half hours, like, and that was trying to get him back to his hotel, and it just a vehicle pursuit. And he did tell me he never had a night like that until I showed up. It was because so, of him. I, was just, <laughs> I wish that was true. <laughs> but yeah, so all those bombs they found downtown, like under the street, did were you part of moving them? Uh, well, which one are you talking about? Like. Civil War ordinance. Yeah, or yeah. Talking, they yeah, found yeah, like we, we get those all. It's like a time. cannonball or something. It wasn't even that serious. Yeah, we. Those, that's like a, uh, at least once a month. 
occurrence that we'll get, you know, really? a cannibal or some kind of Civil War, War II ordinance that comes Cause up. Because the few times a year or every other year that it makes the news, they make it seem like it is It was a huge deal. Yeah. Ridiculous thing. We actually found thing. a whole stack of cannonballs one time, and, nice. uh, which is really cool and super heavy. I bet. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but a lot of people don't understand that with those, and, and I, John could speak this, because that's still military ordinance. So we typically mm-hmm. will call um, the Air Force EOD here, and they'll come handle it. Um, so Stop playing Xbox. Get out and do oh, something. It's still military. You know, I guess that still, makes sense. Yeah. It was theirs, yeah. you know, 150 years ago. Yeah, but a lot of people don't understand It's that. what we call in the military, passing the buck. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're like, I'm not dealing with this. It. Oh, it's problem. in the water. Yeah. Call, call, the, call the Air Force. They're yeah. not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so those cannonballs, people don't realize that, you know, they're like, they get mad at us when we destroy them. Because we're like, you don't understand. Like, these aren't like solid pieces of steel like you you think these are explosive rounds yeah and actually the last casualty of the civil war was in i think i think it was 1996 don't quote me on that somewhere in there a guy was drilling into a, a cannonball on anything yeah, don't quote me on anything because i'm <laughs> i lie about a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh the the cannonball exploded when he was trying to drill into it idiot but um God rest his soul, right? So does that count um, as a casualty from the Civil as War? a casualty of the Civil War. Is what what? That's it. wild. Yeah. So if you're looking so, for ways to get into the Guinness Book of Records, folks, that's... <laughs> These uh, cannibals have gunpowder inside them? Oh, yeah. That, that's yeah. the deal? Oh, well, like some that. could be straight still shot. I don't shot. think I knew that. Some could be straight Why still shot. Why do you think of, like, uh, that movie... The Patriot, when the ball yeah. like bounces and takes legs off, yeah. that's when I, I want to think of cannonballs. I mean, there's that's something I like thinking. that. Yeah, some, so they like, put, we get both of those. Yeah, and it's, but it's hard those. to tell. Like trying to X-ray yeah. through that system to see if mm-hmm. it's it's hollow or not is really so hard. that truck that they put it in when they closed twenty because I was going the other way and they closed like there was like a hundred yards around this truck and it was driving and then I passed like it like fifteen pig. feet that was away. Definitely, uh, yeah. That, yeah, that was probably a, a good shot. Giant pig. So is that is that actually gonna? If the bomb explodes inside of there, it should it's just contain gonna, it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, get out of if here. If it's a TCV, um, a total containment vessel, it sh- yeah, like you said, it Thanks should contain it. Spelling out that acronym for the. Was folks. it made of diamonds? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, if it's no. made of some very thick material, that's for Is sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Heavy yeah. shit, huh? Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's got to be. Well, ours has to be towed by a, a dually. Like you can't just hook. Yeah, it up this the, was tool. It was it was it looked like an MRAP was pulling it. Yeah. Yeah, that might have been. Um, it looked like the way. ones in Afghanistan where they yeah, the, yeah. The, the, they flip the uh, the mind flipper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it looked like. Yep. Ooh, nice catch. 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 catch, ninja, catch, yeah. totally ninja. Uh-huh. I'm really good. I do that a lot. So I've learned. <laughs> Andy, watch him, please. <laughs> What's funny, you know, you guys synced back up, and your your careers and everything were were pretty pretty damn close. We kind of lost contact a little bit, and then when I got back to the states. Uh, because we were both military brats, that's how we met. And then my dad got stationed over in uh, in England. Nice. We got back. You know, we, my dad was stationed at Bragg. He and his family were living up in Virginia, and we were still in touch, but we didn't hang out very often, right? We were in high school. Like it was hard to just go drive up there, right. but yeah. we'd hang out every now and then. But like, we ended up having almost the identical truck. We took a senior yeah. a senior photo that was almost identical, and this was without <laughs> it's any a, sort of talking. It was a really champagne like a Speaking of which, you guys have beards, the same hat, and black shirts. I mean, we we get asked if so, we're brothers all the time. All the time, all the to time. the extent that we were in a uh, we were at a piece of property where we hunt often, and there's a, a, a town close by, and we went into town to grab some Chinese food. And it's uh, not a. It's um, I don't want to say the name of it, but it's not a. It's not a. It's not somewhere that I would go walk around at night. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we were. It was the two of us, and a couple of other guys that were in there. Uh, and the way they were, you know, you grow up and and you go through high school, college, you get in a few fights here and there. You start to read body language and kind of figure. 
everything about these two guys said there's going to be a confrontation. The question is, when's it, gonna, get jumped. when's it going to happen? Is it going to happen before I get my fucking food? Or is it going to happen when I get outside? And Or, you know, when's it going to happen? Guy finally walks up and is like, we have a bet as if you guys are brothers or not. And like, no, we're not. And he was like, the damn it. Food. Pulled my shirt back down. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's like, he's like, damn it. He just lost me 20 bucks. So it was really funny. Not even so, really, but like his last name is Brown. My last name is Green. And that's, yeah. and people are like, you're just messing with me now. And I'm like, no, that's. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, well, I mean, they could refer to us as like brothers or twins, but it's more like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, the, I, 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 sure, sure, sure. I'm a little brother. I mean, have you seen that picture on our website? Check it out. We're both in kit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he hasn't so, aged well. I'm the no, prettier one, but, uh, yeah. but neither has Danny shorter. DeVito. Come on now. He's still <laughs> making movies, though. Yeah. Schwarzenegger's just smoking. I mean, he looks like um, he hangs out Harry. his house and oh. feeds his donkey. Yeah. His yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oompa Loompa. So, Danny DeVito. <laughs> so, but, uh, we don't have to go back to the coffee roasting, but mm-hmm. I wanted to. It, so, like, if when you. Because uh, my, my original question was how long it takes. Right. So, it's. Oh, yeah. It's quick. It's like. So it, minutes. It, it varies. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, minutes. It's between standard with Phil. Yeah, I'd probably say very 15, quick. Fifteen yeah. in, in in twenty two minutes is kind of where we're at right now yeah. with with most wow. of our roast. Um, lighter roast obviously is a little bit quicker than the darker roast for right, right. obvious sure. reasons. But uh, but yeah, so it's not it's not a huge long process. So wow. you can knock out, you know, depending on what kind of amounts. Now we have a, a twelve kilo roaster or twenty five pounds. Uh, and we have another one, and, two cruisers. And we, yes, we, and then we have a, a basically a three kilo roaster. Yeah, it's um, you know, show is, all of our assets. Is, yeah, yeah, which is more of it's going more. That's more of a development roaster, so I can do smaller amounts. And if you know I mess something up, I'm not wasting <laughs> ten pounds of beans. Sure, sure. You know I'm wasting. That two was pounds the OG of beans. roaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so this actually black black interesting really story right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, can, yeah. We, can we tell the story about that roaster? Yeah. yeah. So well, you, absolutely. You, you go ahead and tell it. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Let's do a Colonel do Taylor it. first. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. And then, well, you tell the story as I'm pouring. So next, next is Colonel Taylor Small Batch. My uh, the the roaster that he's speaking of is one of my buddies that I served in the Navy with. His his name's Johnny Lane. His dad actually roasted coffee and uh, had a passion for it for for all his life. And then uh, he he had this roaster. And after he passed away, uh, my buddy came to me. He's like, I know you have a coffee company and everything like that. He says, like, I think it would be uh, in line with my my dad's uh, wishes, last New wishes. Glass. New glass. Oh, snap. <laughs> you, almost, almost, you had me uh, talking. Saved so, you. Saved thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, is uh, donate this roaster to you guys. And so, and that's how we got this roaster is uh, my good buddy, Johnny Lane. That's cool. Um, did it. So, so it's, uh, I mean, what's awesome about that is, we get so many things not not everyone's donating roasters to us, but they believe in our mission. They believe in who we are and everything like that. And just the fact that like someone gave us their dad's roaster. Yeah. You know, because they're like, Hey, and you we, didn't hawk it on yeah, eBay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're currently trying to I mean, develop try, a roast yeah. for for their dad. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So from that roaster. Yeah, from that roast. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's so cool. it's just things like that, you know, where we, you know, that's what drives us to continue to do move on, and it shows us that we we are doing something right, you mm-hmm. know, because because not every day someone's just like, hey, please take my roaster, you know, you know, after going, no, 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 and they're like, no, this is what we want, 
Yeah. You know, you please take it. it. Yeah. So that's cool. So well, I have a question cool. about that next. Um, but yeah, here's the Colonel Taylor. You've had it before, right, John? Yes, yeah. I have. Phil has not? Never had this no. one. So this is like a cult following. A lot of people really like it. Yep. Which I, I like it too because it comes, I like the, it comes in a cylinder tube. Yep. And it's collectible. Like I, have scotch. It, I have it at, at my house. I really hate it back a couple years ago when it wasn't a cult find. You could really find them. Yeah, when you could the, get it for 50 bucks. Yep, yeah. Just like Lantons, you know, you're just like, yeah. oh. So. So this, when you, t- when I. Uh, Why'd you, my, I am Lantons. Eh, there's just better things, I think. <laughs> but like when I explain bourbon, whiskeys that, or bourbons that taste like this, this is kind of. For me, Colonel Taylor's like, this is what bourbon tastes like. Like, this is what a good bourbon tastes it's like. It's really smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's keep, smooth. Keep it has legs. It. The legs are running, as they say. I don't know. Like, really you're got a, a lot better at spinning yeah. swirling. I feel like. Mm. That's a reason that people love it, and it's impossible to find, and it's, yeah, it is. you know, $100 almost everywhere. I'm going to start writing these down. That's good. Real good. Um, did you know that outside of oil, so oil is number one, coffee is the second most traded thing on this planet. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't know if it was second, but I know it was extremely high second. up there. Yeah. Oil beats it. That's it. Hmm. Not so, oil, crude oil. There's a difference. But. M- maybe you can uh, clarify or define this a little bit. And maybe it, maybe it's, I'm incorrect in what I read, but there are only two types of coffee beans. Is that correct? Like a green and a red bean? I was going to say green and a roasted, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, Dad I joke, I apologize. It's typically, um, I mean, you I obviously have different regions and you have yeah. different styles of okay. beans from there. So, so it's, I mean, there's more than two. Now, granted, there's still a whole crap ton about this industry. Sure. And, and, I mean, the rabbit holes are oh, yeah. infinite Same. when it comes to coffee. Yeah, yeah it's Same. just like whiskey. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's so much, like science or so many theories behind all this yeah, yeah. stuff like you could lose yourself for years sure sure sure. and uh it may have been what i read was oversimplifying it is probably more likely what it was yeah the way typically the the biggest difference you notice is is between arabica and robusta yeah is uh, is your your primary those are the two that i that, right. that i that i remember here and that's why reading. i would say like now granted there are good robustas in the world sure that you could roast you know a full batch of and probably be okay with um you Probably be shitting your brains out, but it's because uh, of all the caffeine content. Sure. But um, the typical ones you see, I mean, those are going to be kind of rare. Now, the Arabica is obviously that's a whole other rabbit hole because everything with the coffee beans, how it's roast, or I'm sorry, how it's grown, you know, whether it's mountain grown, yeah. shade grown, you know, what region, whether it's, you know, South America, Africa, um, Vietnam, or over in the, that region. It's crazy. Yeah. It is insane. Like we could go on for hours and hours and never even scratch the surface. Sure, sure. So they don't make coffee. There's no coffee bean bushes, uh, coffee cherry, whatever they're called. The plant trees. Yeah, coffee trees. Mm-hmm. So there's none in the continental U.S. except for Hawaii, right? Hawaii, um, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Um, granted, it's not continental. Oh, yeah. It's a territory. Um, now, so could you, you get can, it? So it's American made coffee. You can grow them. But they don't grow well. Yes, the in soils. Uh, the soils. The yeah. The, the climate. I, I, I'm not I sure mean. exactly what it is about America, but yeah. But you kind of want that more tropical type environment, um, which um, you know a lot of the African beans. You know, some of them are are grown not in the desert, but 
you know, in, in drier regions. So yeah. I, I don't really know the science behind that part of it. But um, so now with the problem with doing like the Hawaiian beans, which we typically call those Kona beans, Kona beans is yeah. they are super expensive. Oh, I'm sure because yeah. everything in there is expensive. Yeah, to well, get it from there to uh, San Diego or LA is like well, not only that, you, you try to you try to put a cardboard box somewhere in Hawaii and you're going to pay four hundred thousand dollars for it, right? <laughs> so the land in Hawaii is extremely expensive. Yeah. So if you have a coffee farm and it could be the size of this table, that's a lot of money you just put into that table size yeah. coffee farm, right? Yeah. So trying to sell that for what you know a coffee farmer in Colombia or Vietnam can sell their, their coffee for where they have just, you know, thousands and thousands of acres of it. It's a lot different. So it, a lot of it comes down to the price. So now a lot of, a lot of companies will take a Kona. So almost kind of how we do with our Robusta bean and they'll blend just a little bit of Kona into an Arabica or whatever. And they'll call it Kona so coffee. So I could say it's a Kona coffee. Right. So, but if you went straight hundred percent Kona coffee, you're going to be paying like 27 to 30 bucks minimum a pound wow. for that stuff. So it's, it ain't cheap. <laughs> so, anywhere in this interview, you have any uh, sales questions? Or, <laughs> or, uh, uh, yeah. Do you want me to go what, over uh, strategy? I got, uh, what, what's the future of one name? Oh, actually, talk about um, the snipe, snipe, Sniper Fest or whatever oh, yeah. it was called. Uh, um, Mammoth Sniper Challenge. Mammoth Sniper yeah. Challenge. I said that as though I didn't know what that was. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know why I couldn't remember the name. Well, it's already occurred. Yeah, so, right. you already did so it. You're already but I want to hear about it. Oh, do you want to sponsor? I'm going to ask you on camera in front of, because he's listening to this podcast. My brother-in-law. Yeah. My brother-in-law. My brother, my stepbrother. Yes. So, yes. There you go, Larry. You're sponsored. (laughs) One Nation will pay for your entry, and they got you covered next year for Mammoth. So, he's a Greenberry sniper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, legitimate Greenberry sniper. And uh, he wants to go. He loves it. Like, he he just got out of sniper school. Like, the Greenberry one loves it. And, uh, and I was like, I bet you I could find somebody to sponsor you for Mammoth next year. He better yep. win, though. There you go. He <laughs> said he'll win. Team. He promised he'll win. There's, so, there's very few things that he does in my short time I've known him that he does not excel, excel at very well. He's just one of those assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So Selection was easy. Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. So, right. that's what so it's really selected. I just I call it picking me. That's what he said. That's, that's, exactly, that's his mentality right there. So like I showed up. They were like, "You're in." Yeah, not much of a selection. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the only option. I call it option. You guys would get along. You know, he had a pretty mouth. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, but, yeah um, we're really um, look how blessed. black your fingers are now. Oh, snap. oh nice. Yeah. Am I supposed to smell? Go now? ahead, look it. Is that, yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Grunt Style, who uh, is one of the main sponsors with uh, um, Vortex Optics, They're, they put it on Sniper Mammoth Challenge that happened uh, a couple weeks ago uh, in uh, Augusta, Georgia, uh, at Fort Gordon. Uh, it's a three-day tough man challenge where they, uh, w- when you start, you know, you get there, you get to side in your rifles. It's a two-man team competition where – Everything that you have for the three-day challenge, you have to carry on your ruck. So uh, one, um, uh, like I said, it's awesome. And so what they invited us, Grunt Style invited us out there to do is provide the coffee. Um, So like they allowed the the contestants to come up before each day, but between 7 and 
five or something, they couldn't have any coffee, but they could come over after sleeping out in the freezing cold all night. We could, we could provide them some coffee, some warmth, you know, to help them get going. And, uh, it, it was just phenomenal. It was great to, um, just to see everyone out there and all the guys that came and participated in the event. We made some really good friends, you know, uh, Tim Jensen, he's the CEO, uh, founder of Grunt Style. He was out there just walking around really awesome guy, you know, so we were just really blessed to be a part of that and uh, provide some coffee. And, um, you know, during the event, what, what was awesome is, is because it was so cold, um, and guys just showing up like that had slept out, you know, in their sleeping bag or just whatever they were rucking throughout the th- event, they would ruck over to get a cup of coffee and they were just so grateful. And, and one of the, um, people asked us that was working with Grunt Style, it's like, what's, you know, because majority of like you were talking about, majority of the people were law enforcement, uh, veteran. There were a lot of ODA guys, you know, a lot of, you know, veterans and people there, you know, and they would come and they just were so grateful for a cup of coffee. And they're like, it's like, what's the, what's the, the bond between like service members and police department, you know, with coffee? Why is that resonate with, I was just like, it's not just like with that, but it's but, early morning. Yeah, it's <laughs> what it is. We all know what early mornings yeah, are. But I think what with goes with sleep. it is that, like, when you have the service member, when you have, you know, the law enforcement and, like, us, you know, we deal with so much uh, crap, so much of just stuff like suck it up and have a good attitude. But when when you have a cup of coffee, you know, you, you're drinking that warmth. You're, you're No matter how sucky it is, you, you bring that in, and it's just that, that consistent that that companion, you know, you know, that helps you in that moment drive you. And, yeah. and I, I really I think that it was really cool to see that because it I felt like who we are as a company really came through and re- resonated with the people that are there of just, you know, providing some type of warmth and comfort in that moment of suck, you know, and hence for sure, whatever you guys are going through, whatever people are going through, we not only do we want to provide you with that coffee, once again, going back to, we have your 6am, you know, we have your back, you know, we want to support you in that, but, but it's like just that good flavor, that good taste, that smooth, smooth smoothness, smooth. you know, and, and, and the heat and everything that just kind of seeps into your, your pores, your soul, you know, just to get you through that day. And the guys were so grateful. They were so thankful for us to be out there and just providing free coffee to them and, and whatnot. So and what's cool about that, like that group of people, the, the people like us is like, we're genuinely pretty good dudes, but we have like this anger in our hearts already. So people think that we're all so assholes angry. and disgruntled. No. But it's like when we get together, yeah. like we have some of the best times because yeah. we can't be ourselves around just anyone because people yeah. don't wouldn't understand it. You know, like exactly. we're all holding back right now on this podcast from the way we actually want to speak. You know, because it yeah, would just be you. It would yeah. sound like pirates on a ship just yeah being drunk and belligerent and we're yeah. in the back of like a Bearcat or whatever after uh, you know particularly like. Just call it a gross mission, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I always think to myself, as we start having our conversations, and we are laughing and having, get, like you would think that we were just, you know, having a little party, right? Yep. And I always think to myself, I'm like, 
man, if the average civilian could Ugh, hear you'd be a this shit that's coming story. out of our yeah. mouths right now, like we would all be in a psychiatric ward. Like yeah. it's, oh. we'd be just ostracized. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the uh, things we're comfortable with. That's yeah, how you yeah, deal yeah, with right. it. That's yeah, how exactly. you process what you just we, dealt with. Yep. We talked about this, you know, before you guys know that I'm a strong man of faith. And one of my teammates that was actually killed um, way back, like he also was, and one of the things that we always joked about is that even though we are man of faith, we 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 did have that d- dark sense of humor, you know. And he was telling me he was uh, like a Bible study one time, and he was just like they they said something that was kind of like one off, and he was literally the only guy that was like laughing at it. And he was just like he was like JC. He's like I wish that's what everyone calls me at work. It's like I really wish you were there with me to back me up in my laughing, <laughs> you know, because you would have got it, you know. Yeah. And but it really is. It's like in the sense of like there's no creed, there's no like the, the the situation that the things that we have to deal with is dark, you know, and we have to turn it. And hence, once again, one of our other missions is that since we we have fought against the darkness, is that we want to combat the darkness not with like bulletproof vest and and SWAT team and bomb squad and stuff like that. But we want to do it in a way that we want to be a positive impact. You know, like we want to strive to make a difference. We can't change the world, but let us change what we can that's in our, in our community. Well, coffee is synonymous with conversation. Like that's, at work, everybody pours themselves a coffee, and they say, what did you do last night? You know, yeah. and you just catch up. It's, and it's bonding. It is. Yeah. And yep. it's a lot like whiskey. And, it's, yeah. and that's one of the reasons that we were, like, in this, doing this podcast, it's like, it's kind of the same thing. It's a little different. Yeah. Like, you're starting exactly. the day, and we're helping you end it. And it's, yeah. It's, yeah. But it's a conversation in the morning <laughs> yeah. at work. It's a conversation in the evening with your friends. And it's, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said about coffee. And, and I'm really excited for everything you guys are doing. And do you have anything that you're really pushing forward, like, this is a goal of 2021 or do you have a goal of 2022 yeah. or the next five years? Like yeah. not where you see yourselves, but is there something that you're, you really want to strive towards? Not necessarily sales and numbers, but you know, outside of the box stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, so I'll, I'll just, I'll let you finish it off. But you know, when we started this whole company, the, the main theme behind it was how can we make enough money in this business to give back? And originally it started with EOD and then it started, you know, kind of branched to veterans and now it's kind of moved a little bit forward. And then is, you know, y'all are associated with Pat and, and when life sucks. Yep. Um, so are we, you know, as John was talking about how we donate and quick story, funny, like Pat, when we first start, met with him or actually his first contact, I didn't talk to him for almost a year. He called, called and I was like, forget yeah. this guy. Like, cause we had vetted it's so many different, uh, different organizations and found out, you know, they're all crap, you know, this and that. Yeah. So they're we're all trying paying to find themselves. Good, <laughs> right. And so we ended up, I finally, it was almost a year later when John and I actually went and sat down with him and then I started. I dragged Phil there. He, pretty much. But I, <laughs> I did, a, we'll, we'll call it investigating. Um, Kind of what I do, right? And so, <laughs> so I, I did some some digging and stuff like that, and I realized I was like, holy crap! Like this guy really is like legit. Like he's he's more about giving back to the people that need it and not himself, which yeah, is what we, we found the absolute opposite on a agree. lot of these places. You guys can agree. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, unlike you know, most it, charities, right. yeah, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't need the money. He's already yeah. got exactly. the money. So yeah. like his <laughs> he donates his paycheck. Yeah, his paycheck. Like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. So he's not taking. I don't know if he takes a salary or not, but if he does, I assume it's very minimal. Yeah. You know, probably just to pay for his gas. But yeah, right. But like to, to, that's why we love WLS yeah. and us meeting him. Like he didn't reach out. We met him at another event. Is how we met. 
Patrick, and now it's like he's a huge part of our lives. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just had a tangent. But, but and yeah, agree so, with you. But yeah, I mean, and so we, you know, like after vetting him pretty heavily, we went and sat down, and I told John, you know, as we were walking into the meeting, I said, if he says X, Y, and Z, or he puts X, Y, and Z in front of us, we're walking right out. I was like, forget this guy, and uh, sat down, and exactly what I, it was almost like Pat was reading our mind. Papers he put down in front of us, I was like. One sheet of paper. We're good with this. Yep. And so we uh, we made an agreement with them. And ever since then, it has been, you know, it's been amazing. Because for us, it, it essentially became one-stop shop probably isn't the right word for it. But inst- it got very tedious trying to vet different organizations every month, trying yeah. to figure out who to give to. So sure. with this, we knew he gave to everything that we wanted to give to for now. And then and so it, it, it was a natural right. you know, fit. And so obviously going forward, you know, we want to – as this company grows, that's great because that means that's the more we can give. Sure. And, uh, and yeah. whether it's to Pat, whether it's whether we, um, you know, well, in you, you guys who are here here first, we are in the process of starting, you know, One Nation Foundation, you know, and then and obviously when WOS will fall underneath, we're always going to support them and doing that. But as Phil said, that's like. What they do is what our, we envisioned whenever we have a foundation. That's that's what we wanted to give back because they truly do give back, you know, and it's just, you know, because with them being law enforcement, me, military, and especially, you know, not just regular, but we have seen the effects of the stressors and everything like that. So we truly are passionate about giving back and making sure because like, like Navy OD, like I've coming up to 19 years in the Navy and I'm still in one piece. Like I have teammates that have, have are not longer with us. So like that's, that's, that's our passion is, and then Phil can say the same thing. That's our passion is that we want to make sure that we always give back and we are genuine in that. And, but you know, that's, that's what we're moving forward. But to answer your question <laughs> of uh, 2021 goals is one of it is we, we are, you know, one of the big things we're, we are excited about is starting the One Nation Foundation. We're just uh, cool. It's it's in the process, and obviously, we will always take care of. You know, WLS will fall. It'll be like an. You still umbrella. do the dollar bag for WLS. Yeah. Well, we'll it'll be dollar bag to One Nation Foundation. Yep. And then underneath that, which will encompass, will yeah, encompass. Sure. You know, WLS we're stuff. always going to take care of WLS. We kind of took your uh, your hit on it, so we we do some stuff with some, some subscription boxes. And, yeah. um, so one of them we're in the workings with right now. Um, so the blocks is kind of like, we can negotiate mm-hmm. on how many you're getting, but we told the guy, I was like on the torches, this is our cost and we're going to charge you a dollar 50 extra. So we get 50 cents and that extra dollar will go to the charity of your choice. And obviously we're going to push WLSs. that should be the charity, but yeah, we're not really going to do it. Um, right now with, um, like the ones in Tuesday sales, but like in bulk sales, like this guy wants 4,000 pieces. That'd be $4,000, you know, to yeah. a charity of his choice. Um, and the only reason I said his choice, because the, the company owns a charity as well, along with their subscription yeah, yeah. box. But, but it's, yeah, we, we do a lot of the same. So I'm actually with working with Neil or not Neil Tyler. Well, I guess yeah. Tyler is Neil. Yeah. yeah. So we're filming, um, a make a wish. Yeah. That, um, I, yeah. Wish. Phenomenal. It's, yeah. I mean, and like I've never done a Make a Wish thing, but I have a feeling someone with very little emotion is probably yeah. still going to get emotional. Yeah. Well, there, I can see you right now, Matt. Well, it's like I can feel someone. it, man. It's like I can a, see you right it's now. It's just sad, you know. But yeah. Make a Wish, I can see you, and then 
Yeah. Anyways, but you make me tear up. Stop. <laughs> but it's it's sad, yeah. Manny. But it, can you turn what that is a camera veteran, right there? Just so people know, it's a veteran. Um, that veteran one, another friend of ours that runs a another veteran charity. Um, their child is a Make a Wish candidate, um, and the child's wish was to spend more time with the family, basically. And so they there's a I think it's a Coleman yeah. camper that was donated to the family. So we're going to film them like loading up the camper and then uh, film the child and the family kind of talking. And then they're going to bring the camper there and do like this big unveiling. And then, you know, the, the kid will get to spend the rest of his life, uh, you know, camping and hanging out with his family. And it's really cool. But but it's like for us, stuff like the charity stuff, like we we talk about it a lot. I wish we did could do more, but we love being involved with it. It's just yeah. It's exactly. so fulfilling. It means more to us than any yeah. amount of dollars does. Yeah, exactly. And, um, Amen. It's like, just so worth it. Makes your soul right, you know, and that's yeah. That's and, why and dealing with that on the personal level and just the fact of we've always said to Pat, I can't wait till the day comes where we can write you ten thousand dollars check oh, without yeah. Pat and I at it. Whereas yeah, like sure. now if I tried to write ten thousand dollars check, I'd have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Would, no, 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 he, he would, would bounce. Out. His wife would stab him <laughs> in the heart. It yeah. would bounce if I wrote a ten thousand dollars check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So yeah. we did an hour and a half. Uh, I know you guys got some yeah. coffee to make. Um, yeah. This is our longest pocket. We were usually we've been floating around an hour for probably the last five or six episodes. But. This one and the uh, the one we did with uh, is it really Colton been already was yet? close to this, but yeah. We could, we could easily go another hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, have, I mean, really I don't good. know if, yeah. what he's got going on tonight. But I'm good. We can do and sit and talk about whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. If we want to keep, we got four more whiskeys there. It's yeah. up to y'all. I know you got work to do. I know. We don't really like call it work. I, I can yeah. go still four o'clock in the morning. That's true. You just started. <laughs> just getting started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's <laughs> breakfast time, guys. Right. Well, let's throw some old tub then. <laughs> so let's throw so this is the old tub unfiltered. And just so uh, people that don't know, unfiltered means that they don't filter it. Okay. Well, I, so, yeah. so explain that. Yeah, if you throw this in a freezer, it'll get cloudy. And what that is is there's some fats in it. Mm. And so some most whiskey places or bourbon or whatever, most distillers don't like that. They think it's ugly. So they will cold filter. So they'll chill filter. So they'll cold, cool, chill it down so it's cold and they'll filter all that fatty acid out of it. But what you've noticed is that the companies that do it, they're super proud that they do it. They chill filter it and they put it on the bottle. You need some coffee. Right, dude. Right it's there. A shame I don't have a... that cold brew right there. Yeah, oh, I'll yeah. drink some. Yeah. Hey, let me. What, do you want Let's me get to get some Glencairn? Yelling at me. Let's get I some Glencairn cold brew. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Give me up. Grab some cups. I got some. No, no. We got some. We got some One Nation. Tell tell the assistant she'll get it. Here, I can do it. Up front, there's some cups. Um, there's some black ones and there's some. Um, and then get some back ones with the sleeves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah let me. I'll yeah, let, let John slip up. We'll yeah, keep talking. Yeah, we'll keep talking. Like if Joe Rogan can have people get up yeah. and get yeah. down and then yeah, we, we can too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he leaves his own podcast. That's weird. I can't hear my my voice now. And so, it's and it's strange. Minion, like someone has never done a podcast. When you do one, and then when you go back to normal life without wearing a headset, it's kind of boring. You're like, oh, I can't hear myself. So this old tub. I'm gonna need my knife again. What is up with this? Um, yeah, this old tub. Why? It's I've heard uh, of old tub before, but I've never, I've never, I'm pretty sure I've never had it. So someone sent me a picture. So this is cheap. It's like 20, 30 bucks. Someone sent me a picture of it because um, everybody's freaking out about it because it's, it's, it's a really good bourbon, really. Oh, uh, interesting. That's probably what happened. That what's a, what's a bice? Huh. Well, we need to buy a camcorder. Or two. 
or two. Sorry, YouTube. You know, let's gonna... let's make this uh, subscription box purchase, and we'll upgrade our uh, yeah. equipment. If we get the subscription, it's a hundred. No, not not on. No. <laughs> I'll tell you later how yeah. much uh, how much money that is. It's um, a lot. A lot. It would change the face of the company. But uh, anyway, um, it would be what Patrick told us to shoot for for the year. Yeah, and one and sale. one deal. It's funny because he told us to shoot really really high last. Or, well, well this you guys year. have been doing this longer. This is our first. This yeah. is our first full year operating as a real business. I mean, yeah. we've been doing this a while, but yeah, we've actually we've got a pretty good goal for this year when it comes to sales, and and I. Personally, I think we'll probably hit it mid-year, like at, that's the, rate, great. at the rate we're that's, going that's right awesome. now. So. Oh, oh, yeah, that's cool. It's not like you really need... Don't need like the uh, sleeve, but it, is that sleeve built in? No, no we, we, oh, we, we got, we got the sleeves and now the, that little cup is kind of a... So this cold, brew, cold brew. this cold brew machine, we'll put the well, link you are videoing. in the show notes. Yeah, we'll... we'll, sh- we'll yeah, that thing's pretty cool. John found that. machine. Well, we fired it up the day he bought it. Yeah. I was pointing. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. He fired it up the day we bought it, and, or the day y'all bought it. We fired it up, and uh, sorry, I don't want to spill it on the. Uh... And I and I had like a cup, and then I had another cup kind of to go. And I was driving home, and I was like, "Holy shit! I actually feel like I've had caffeine. Like it was really thumping, really thumping." Anyway, this old tub is uh, unfiltered. <laughs> nice, nice segue there. <laughs> Back to the topic. What we've noticed is that the companies that 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 filter and don't filter, they're both proud of it. Like, if they don't filter, they're going to put it real bit unfiltered. Right, yeah. Right. And the companies that do filter, like, we chill filter everything, you know. And um, and now, now that I'm saying it, I wonder if it's a law that they have to say it. I'd have to look that up. Probably. it's Especially, like, in South Carolina, the, the alcohol laws are so strict here. Yeah. Like, it is oh, insane. Yeah, for sure. A bunch sure. of my buddies that they do the alcohol stuff for SLED, like, they'll tell me some of the, you know, because we've tried to do a few things with one of my buddies that owns a liquor store and, you know, kind of joking, talking with the sure. head of their unit. They're like, well, you can do it, but he can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that to him. But, <laughs> you know, so it's, uh, but it's crazy uh, how strict the laws yeah. are. Liquor laws and and, uh, and tobacco laws make things really difficult. Oh, yeah. Should we um, smell yeah. the, the coffee? The yeah, we should. <laughs> should. See what the legs are. Yeah, look at those legs. Look at those legs. Yeah, yeah look at the legs run. Oh, yeah. shout out to all my certified bourbon stewards. Um, I just got the packet in the mail, so um, that's coming. That's coming. Just saying. Just saying. Now uh, we're caffeinated drunks right now. So. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this, is a, this is a four loco, but it's a one nation four loco. It's a deconstructed four loco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we put this in a syringe and inject it. It's uh, you know. Could you in, could you put uh, coffee in saline? What do you think would happen if you enter in straight to the bloodstream? Intravenously took coffee. It Pretty sure you would it die. It probably wouldn't taste the same. No. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say. Wonder if you would get the taste in your mouth though, because like if you, if you've ever been dehydrated and you got the saline bag, yeah, you could taste can, that salt. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if you can taste. Yeah, we should we should ask a medical professional. Yeah, <laughs> you know what we should. Say. You probably know some. You know what we should do is get an EMT in here one day and bag us all up and then have him squeeze it because he's never had it. He's never had his bag squeezed. Well, oh, really? one of my buddies, he's a. You're he, wrong. He was one. You've of had our, your bag squeezed. I have. Oh man, oh, nice. You forget, that, stuff, you forget that my dad was. Yeah, that's true. Your dad was a was an Air Force medic. That's my dad true. was a medic. He worked for JSOC and, and the Special Operations yeah. Command. Yeah. So your I dad played. gave you IVs. 
all the time. He squeezed the bag for him. I grew up playing hockey, and uh, so it was not nice. uncommon during a tournament for a tournament weekend for me to go back to the truck or the van. So mad and Dad hooked me up with a uh, <laughs> with a bag. A van down by the river. The first time I got it was in Af- I was in Afghanistan when the first time I had a bag squeeze, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And then I was like, what? "That was awesome. Let's do that again." <laughs> Sorry for buddy, yelling into the microphone. One of my buddies, he's a, uh, a one fist, of our tactical fist, medics, fist, away, fist, and fist, he owns fist, a. a, a Beer brewery, yeah, and so I'm sure we could probably sneak him in here one day, and he'd sure. be glad yeah. to Let's hook do us up with whatever. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so down. Now everyone knows who I'm talking about. But my cool. wife is a nurse, so <laughs> can yeah. she bring home IVs? Oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's not at work, but I mean, I'm sure we can find IVs. And then I, I mean, I have loads of saline bags for breaching charges. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we do can, you? We can bring some. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what they're. For, that's what you use them for. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No shit. Yeah. 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 Water, water makes everything safe. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, what is it? You pack well, them in it? Well, you let the water do the work for you. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So okay. you can pack a little bit of explosive behind water, um, same as kind of shotgun shell for a Yeah, that makes ride. sense. Yeah. Just the thing Never is, thought about that. You know, that. like air, you can compress air, but you can't compress water. And yeah, so, I know you can't. That's why my yeah. cars uh, suck yeah. air or water into an engine, and, yeah. and, it, and it, it blows the engine up because you can't mm-hmm. compress it. It just yeah. it becomes a brick. Exactly. Yeah. So the same thing. So when you're using water in any type of charges, you let the water do that, do very the work for you. So because it will not, you can take some very heavy doors down with, mm-hmm. with a couple saline bags. I bet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So well, let me just, let me do this. So I, I'm sure everybody wants to know. Like the whole time they're like, yes, yes, yes. But <laughs> what is it? Is it ten second pause? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. yeah what just happened to my brain? It, it reset. It just reset. Hold on. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, diffusing a bomb. When you see it on TV and and they got the little. The little mini scissors, and they're like, which way? Are we it's exactly like, I, exactly like TV. Exactly like TV. Oh, I got to I got to tell, 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 tell the hero just to pull the charge. caps out. Just pull the caps out. And that's it. And then usually, I mean, you usually have the frack sleeve. Really? I mean, that you will just reduce. pull the blasting caps out? Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah, so when you see, show them with, like, suicide vests and all this stuff, and then trying to cut off. Oh, just you know what? Pull pull the effing caps pull out. Pull the little caps out. Yeah, and you'll reduce. Don't do a hurt locker when the guy blows up. Just pull the caps. Oh, what do you think about that movie? I, for one before you answer hate that movie and i hate it when non-veterans go that's exactly what war's like i live my life off of that movie yeah. what are you talking about like you don't so <laughs> but he just jumps the fob and like yeah. runs out so it's just like okay, yeah sure yeah if you come anywhere near that fence yeah so what's, the, what's, yeah. Most, what's the most realistic bomb diffusion diffusing scene you've seen in a movie or a tv show or they're all wrong. So, uh, they're all wrong. Speed, yeah. right? Speed with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. And the bus. <laughs> I do that every two weeks. It's blown away. Yeah, that's uh, oh, number that two. Yeah. I was like, really? It, it, no, no, it's a joke, folks. It jokes. <laughs> yes. My credibility just went I, know, I was like, I was like I, they're not real bomb texts. <laughs> I'm very familiar with that. And, and I don't so. think that's how it goes. Yeah, no, I, so if you see a bomb that doesn't have like, they, I guess they all have blasting caps, huh? Unless it's like a chemical. Well, I mean, there's different the the basic makeup is you have your source you know like what's your explosives then you have your primary charge and your secondary charge so you have your bulk explosive then you have a primary explosive some well that is the primary explosive then you have initiating explosive such as a cap and then you have what's called a power source three parts to make up you know any yeah. type of bomb that's basic breaking it down to barney style anything like that so you know, whatever your bulk explosive, usually that's like if you like 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 uh, C4 or something, your bulk explosive isn't that 
you know, sensitive, can, sensitive, very insensitive, yeah. very insensitive because you want to transport it and everything yeah. like that. Like dynamite, you can yeah. throw dynamite around and it yeah. won't do anything. Military, but, military yeah. explosives are known for being insensitive. Well, it depends well, like on C4, how old that, we ran over C4, how old is that dynamite, you know, what that like dynamite, eight, we ran yeah. over a yeah. crate of it one time. Yeah, C4, but yeah. you got to just be careful, like, like, like old school dynamite that has nitrogen or um, NG. We burnt whole yeah. buildings down because of NG dynamite. Yeah, NG, nitroglycerine. Yeah, because if it crystallizes... You definitely don't want to move it because uh, it can. You burn a building down with it in it. Yeah, yeah. You can't do anything else with it. Well, yeah. Well, you don't want to send a guy in to try to take. Why not? Yeah, because it could detonate on him. Yeah. Just by walking by, yeah. it'll detonate. Well, well, robots are expensive, you know. Yeah. So. Well, the crystallization. <laughs> the crystallization, it could just that causes. Yeah. I got you. That, that so, makes sense. See, yeah, in the camera, the, the fr- explosion. The, the, yeah. fr- the friction. Yeah, the, the friction of those things. The same kind we'll of put stuff a, with a, the cannonballs. That's, yeah. yeah, that's like, how we make our coffee. So <laughs> the bombs that are like with the with the little round bomb with the X on it and the and the the fuse that goes in it. Mm-hmm. Anybody make bombs like that anymore? Where you light it and run? I mean, other than in the eighties, like real bombs. Nobody makes bombs like that anymore. Right? Were there ever bombs made like that? They're usually uh, in pipes now. Yeah, <laughs> we see those. So what's so. the best ingredient for a good pipe bomb? Ooh, no yeah. comment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, yeah. That's another round. Coffee, wow. one nation coffee. And yeah. on what yeah. aisle? <laughs> and on what aisle yeah. of Lowe's would I get the best and container? You thing. said fertilizer, so <laughs> is it a sixty percent nitrogen fertilizer that you need? Yeah. No, no, and then just, the urine. Just go buy fertilizer from Lowe's important. You know, this so podcast well, is one hundred percent in a gallon jug, yeah. and you let yeah. it separate, and then you you pull the ammonia mm. out of the pee. Am I close? Just. Yeah. Um, just add salt water to all 100% your concoctions. Yeah, all you, visit um, from the FBI at my house yeah, while I'm editing no, this. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. I'm going to make a phone call right now. Just yeah. Yeah. This guy knows <laughs> too much. Guy. I read a cookbook. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the, the, the amount of information that's available on the internet is, is stupid. Don't look it up, folks. You're getting yeah. a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. And, and trust me, we the government's probably watching what you're uh, oh, yeah, looking at. Oh, yeah. they You put the right things into a text box and someone's going to see it. Someone's going to see it. They're not watching everything you do. Just but they're you, definitely though. watching the right keywords. At a minimum, you, you're going to end up on a list. You'll definitely yeah. be on a list. Yeah. yeah. Probably so lots of lists. You may see a, a government sedan parked out in front of your house. Don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was the, if that you was pull the, up your <laughs> Wi-Fi and it says FBI surveillance van, it's cool. It's I, a, I just <laughs> sent him a video the other day. It was a, it was a guy who was saying that um, he wanted ADT, but he didn't want to pay for it. So he stole his neighbor's sign, like we all do. Because I actually stole his ADT sign. We had an extra one. Oh, he had an extra one. That's what it was. So I had his ADT sign exactly. in my yard forever. And I actually still have it. But anyway, he was—he uh, was like somebody still broke into my house. He's like, so instead, what I did is I took a flag from ISIS and I flew it in my front driveway. <laughs> He's like, so now I have 24-hour free surveillance of the FBI and the CIA. And I thought that was really funny. That's it's pretty awesome. good. I'm sure it was a joke. But, yeah, but. yeah, that's great. That's, that's great. But yeah, that's, that stuff is. Um, I mean, obviously, the information is out there, and uh, and people can find it. But and uh, um, you but know, it, One it Nation makes, Coffee ne- neither yeah. confirms or denies. That's right. We any, do not anything. put our coffee into HME. We'll yeah, put that in the show so, notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, do not. But yeah, I know with with us, um, it's a little bit different. Like a lot of stuff that John saw overseas, we don't necessarily see over here yeah. here yet. Typically, the stuff that comes overseas eventually comes over here, but it takes. There's a, a lag there. Um, so yeah, roadside donkey bombs. I don't think it's popular here. <laughs> it's, I it was, they they build them in the walls there, which yeah, yeah. I know because we we know to look on the ground to yeah. start putting them in walls. But the problem is now they don't really well not now, but they don't really mm-hmm. make them to be super explosive. They make them to push chlorine, and yeah. so they'll put chlorine in them. And so it's yeah. a small explosive, so you can't really see it because they don't have to tear up the ground for it. But when it goes off, it's like a 
cloud of chlorine, it, it like it'll burn your lungs. Burn your lungs out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so crazy, that's man. That's more it's, of a yeah. chemi- chemical weapon. Yep. It, it, and that's uh, why all of our trucks now have kind of have their own uh, internal uh, air purification system and stuff. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's cloud. No. Yeah. No. Everybody it's, knows that. No. Everyone. I'm pretty much. <laughs> everybody knows that. We have them on our SWAT trucks, so it's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's the way it goes, but yeah, it's um, it's an interesting field that's for sure because you get to see a lot of different things. And I mean, I would probably say for stateside stuff, probably seven or eight out of ten devices that we deal with are either hoax or just things that people think. Yeah, it's but, you just know, a box. I was gonna say there's a book bag sitting there yeah. and it's got tennis shoes in it. Yeah. You know, which is why we don't blow everything up when we go. Oh, there's a bag. We blow yeah, it up. Uh, are they size thirteens. Yeah. So, what's that? They're size thirteens. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, uh, one of these. these yeah. Air Force ones. One of the one of the still wear those probably. You know, one of the wildest things I ever I've ever witnessed uh, with re- with regard to this was actually in D.C. on the metro. And uh, there was a suspicious backpack in the metro, yeah. right? It's super, you know, raises people's you know, suspicions. Exactly. People are a little freaked Especially out. Especially in DC. Especially in DC, right? Because it was, uh, it was with I forget the stop, but it was close enough to downtown where it was extremely busy. What I what I witnessed happen was the DC Metro Police, the DC Police, and it was close enough that there was a I think Capitol. I think the when you get close enough to the the Capitol right. building or the um, the White House, they have their own police force. Police yeah. force. Mm-hmm. So there were like three, all refusing, basically pointing the finger at the other guy, trying to decide whose jurisdiction this was, and nobody yeah. wanted to touch it. Meanwhile, there's citizens yeah. left and right coming in and out, trying to. Yeah, <laughs> I, was right. just, I was like blown away that nobody so wanted like, to, oh, to take. Yeah. As we said earlier, folks, it's called passing the buck. Passing the buck. That's yeah. right. Yeah, well, they were doing uh, a very good job you, of it. Yeah, it. nobody even wanted to touch the buck. To well, pass it's, it. it's so we we have um, so we don't have a lot of bomb squads down here. So we're we're actually a regional team. So we okay. we deal with a lot of stuff. But like say Charleston City, they have a team. Yeah, and we, but we work very closely together. And so if it falls in city's jurisdiction, they handle it. Yeah. Or if they're busy, they'll go, hey, can you help us out? And so there's a lot of there's a lot of interdepartmental, you know, yeah. um, working together basically. Yeah, yeah. Around here at least. Now I know there's other places that are like either they will fight you tooth and nail. That's no, that's my bomb. No, that's my now granted if it's a bomb. <laughs> chances are with, be, be a bomb text, you're like, No, 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 that's my call. I'm, I'm putting the suit on, I'm going down. And, you know, whereas whereas yeah, uh, it's you know real. It's true. Yeah, it's so that true. suit actually does something? Because I feel like it would just Pink mist the inside. It'll, of It you. allows you to have yeah. a, a open casket, is what it does. Oh, yeah. is that or what it is? Depending on how, because it's still like, like your brain is going to liquefy. Uh, depends. It depends on where you're at. If you, if you're right on top of it, yeah, itself. forget it. Your insides are going to be liquefied. Yeah. And, and which is something that when I talk about HME and stuff in Afghanistan, like one five five rounds and stuff, it's like they're like, well, it's only got a blast radius of like. Not that far, but the kill radius is like 100 meters. 100 it's meters from where the thing hits yeah. the ground. Overpressure yeah. is what, what gets you. And, and you uh, walk up, and it just looks like it looks yeah. like people, you know, it's people. But the great thing with HME is most, most people that are making HME kill themselves Sorry. on accident before we have to deal with them. Now we eventually really? have to deal with the scene. But Could you imagine, like, sitting at home, watch TV, and then, like, your neighbor's house explodes? I would immediately go meth lab. Can you tell the difference between meth lab and HME lab? Yes. Not on the... Outer face, no. No, I mean, like, once, when you walk inside, like, oh, that was meth. Well, once you walk inside, there's going to be a lot of similarities, but there will be certain 
key indicators that'll go okay this is like it's a we should probably yeah, get the f out of here and uh yeah it's that more, oh it's trailer no it's definitely a meth lab it's that more teeth on the ground that might be the funniest thing i ever uh, said on this podcast i can tell that's the opener right there and as soon as you said it it's immediately where my mind there's a lot more yeah that's you just uh, clip clip of the day yeah congratulations i'm proud of you yeah we're gonna clip that <laughs> but yeah so it's um people are gonna hear it like how does that have anything to do with coffee yeah, or whiskey is, what, who are these guys yeah. and they won't know until they're almost two hours yeah. in right that's right yeah, they, it's uh, sucking right into it it's great well thanks for making it this far to hear that yeah exactly yeah you're welcome america <laughs> oh man that's good but it, it's it's interesting like on the state side dealing with some of these things where you know like i said eight eight seven eight out of ten times it's nothing and then a, a handful of times or you'll have all the components but you'll be missing yeah one one section and there's been a few of them where i've you know i've gone down and i've taken care of something and gone and i've just stopped and you know in full suit, probably everyone watching is thinking, what in the heck is this dude doing? But just like, I just dropped down on my knees a couple times, like, please, God, let me go with my daughter today before I go put my hands on this thing. And uh, and then you go deal with it, unfortunately. You know, Works every all, time. Ten fingers, ten toes still, so we're, yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I can't imagine. So the, the suit doesn't cover your hands? No, it doesn't. Because so in, in the casket, your hands would be by your side. They wouldn't be no, up here. Like, yeah. probably Depending be. on where the blast and goes you off, can, you might keep your hands. How often it's does worked. it happen that it goes off? Like, how many bomb techs are killed a year? So actually, more bomb techs are killed by fireworks every year than yeah. Than I believe that. Yeah. And is that is is that them playing with? It's because they think they're like no, no, no Dylan. Black powder. Black powder is yeah. still one of the most dangerous explosives around sure. because of it can its volatility right. of it compared to a lot of the other things that we're dealing with. Wow. So yeah. do you know that's and how even they used when to you desensitize it, it can resensitize pretty quickly. Do you know so. that's how they used to prove whiskey? With black powder? I did not know that. So they would take, uh, so what 100 proof, so this bottle says 100 proof, what 100 proof is, is they would take the whiskey and black powder, and I don't know the exact measurement, maybe 50-50, whatever, they'd mix it together and they would light it, and if it if it burned nicely, that was proofed whiskey. If it sparked up, it was like, you know, that was high proof. And if it kind of like spittled and didn't do much, it was low proof. Huh. That's, that's how they used to proof whiskey. Look at that. Another, yeah. another part of your life that connects to Brought that yeah. full circle. Yeah. 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 Wow. Welcome. Yeah. Well, I, I just, if you, folks, if you've made it to two hours, I mean, this really is like what well, veterans. We're 144, and I think well, we had to pause for 12 minutes. So we're like an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. yes. But so I'm just saying, this is really what, if you're, if you've never had drinks with veterans or law enforcement, this is what we sit around and this is just our average conversation well, when we start this drinking. is a tame average conversation. Yeah, true. Yeah, there's usually a lot yeah, more tamed. vulgar language. There's more but, yeah. stories <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. But. We could start an, a separate podcast, call something different, and mark it as explicit, and you guys could just go ham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't I mean, know. We'd probably all be crying we, by the end we of would the run day. Out of, <laughs> I think we'd run yeah. out of stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We only, I mean, you only have so many that are actually worth, you know, Yeah. Bringing out the but closet. these tangents, I guess, is what I'm referring to. We definitely go. Oh yeah, the tangents. Uh, on the tangents when we're. It's like the scare people story. Like when you when you when you're like, all right, when someone's like, yeah. tell me your worst story. I'm like, no, I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. But when you're talking to somebody and you see their face light up and they're like, I did not know that. I'm like, you know what else you didn't know? And then I will pull <laughs> something out and be like, check this out. Or I'll throw it on the ground. And they're like, okay. And so I find out like. Years later, that I've scarred people. Yeah, people yeah. are like, I still think about that, and so I've quit telling. Like, I, <laughs> we talked back there one day, and um, some yeah. of that stuff. Like, I quit telling people that stuff because not because, you know, people ask, but they don't. You don't realize your what 
reality is and your perception of it are totally different. Yeah. So like war and death and all that's completely different than what you think it is. Yeah. It's not. Well, and it's it, it kind of goes along those lines of I think you and I talked about this is everyone wants to see blood and guts until yeah. they see until blood they and guts. Until they see it, and then you don't want to see yeah. it anymore. And, then, uh, and that was we were talking about car accidents because yeah. I was like, it drives me crazy yeah. that people rubberneck. It's like. Next time, instead of rubbernecking, just pull over, get out, go check it out. That guy's got a family. Now his family's not seeing him anymore. He's all over the steering yeah. wheel. It's pretty the messy. Kids, you know, the kids in the backseat you know, that think are no about, longer yeah, going to have, kids, a, have yeah, a life. Think yeah, about all yeah. that. And then next time, maybe yeah. don't look at it. Just keep driving so I can get to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This moment is not brought to you by One Nation Coffee. And just, oh, yeah, we went dark. Yeah. Well, and it's it's a but you started it. You were like, this is what veterans talk about. And I was like, no, that's no, no, not no, what no, veterans no, talk about. I was, not, I was more like shenanagans, like happy shenanigans. Who said shenanigans? Say shenanigans one more time. I was like, that's what I was trying to get at. Not but you read people's dark. body language, too, and, and you realize sometimes you're telling a story, and you're like, I shouldn't be telling I a story. I'll yeah. stop. And that's one thing that I always I always say that like therapy is a is a big deal. People, everybody needs it. Like you work out your body, you need to work out your mind. And and one of the big things for therapy for me is that there's things that I, I want to just uh, you know get off my chest, but it's like I don't want my wife. I don't want that in her head, you right. know, because yeah. what's when I'm like, ah, I feel better. And she's like, you just ruined Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty fortunate. So my, my, wife is a, my wife's she's actually a retired lieutenant with my agency. And so, and she's done at, well more than I might probably have in my career. So, and she's also a, was a big part before she retired was a part of peer support and, and, okay. and doing these things. So she's, she she knows how to deal with them, and so it's great for me. So like, if I come home and I've dealt with you know, like say a dead kid or or, or something like that, you know, e- even dark. It's, it's still even hard, yeah, but yeah, but, really but, you know, but I can talk we to her. Gotta, I can talk to another wife. Really work you know, on yeah. our uh, <laughs> choice of. You know, let's let's get out of this. It's heavy, but it's reality. Rainbows and unicorns. It takes you through things, though. You know, it's somebody that can understand and listen what, what you're saying well, if you've made it this far yeah. we're not going to get any worse than that yeah. that's true yeah we'll circle back yeah, they, so, they, really? they pro- most people probably stop listening by now circle back <laughs> what are you this yeah. is actually a really good comment like we're, what we've been you? lucky man like a lot of our we have a lot of good feedback on our podcast but like when we, we've we've had the last three episodes are going to be guest episodes and yeah. um, the one we just did with Anderson Valley I think it, we did it yesterday I think that was a very good podcast I think this yeah. is a very good like if it wasn't good I'd be like at an hour, I'd have been like, "All right, guys, well, thanks." Well, that's good. You know, you know it, but it's like this is good. I'll listen to it again. He's got to listen to the whole thing. That's the reason he's he like, just, uh, he's like, he's, uh, really, like, he's got to re-listen to it several times. <laughs> so my my general rule is, are we at? So you take however long the podcast is, a double and a half is what it takes me to edit and process yeah. everything. So it's two like, hours taking five hours to, to let's edit let's it. make this five hours. Yeah. Let's just to just we give can't, them more. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm it's, good. I'm, I'm I'll still, sit down with a bottle and just. I'm now stuck on circle back because you know <laughs> Biden's press secretary is always like, oh, let's yeah, circle, circle back, back to it. Yeah, so, yeah. Let's circle back to that. So one thing we don't do here, we keep it like uh, like a. Freemason lodge, like no politics. That's oh, the only. So we'll we'll right. talk no about politics. blood and guts, but please don't bring up politics yeah. in my well, podcast. Because, because it's, a, it's, it's like <laughs> no, our, our, our stance on it is, is so dividing. Like, yeah, it oh, is. absolutely. No, it's, yeah. it's just there's there's no it, way it, to talk about it and not piss just, someone just, off. That was just a true statement. You can talk there about dead no, kids, but yeah. you can't talk about yeah. politics. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Phil. But yeah, circle back's fine. We can we can we can make fun of somebody saying something. Okay. So we'll circle back to One Nation Coffee. Yeah. Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. 
I don't know where we're, we're at now. Where the circle start? <laughs> we're actually talking yeah. about the Mammoth Sniper Challenge, and then yeah, we went on a bird kick, and then we I did asked about bombs crazy. because you guys were talking we, about bombs. We're gonna go back. And then we got into like dark fetter stuff. And yeah, you never answered my question as, as to the most accurate. Our, co- our coffee is really smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a supercut of yeah. us saying the word smooth. smooth. It's just gonna be like a 30 second clip. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we did like a harmonic, like all four at the same time, like one, two, three, smooth, smooth, smooth. Yeah, um, but you, no one ever answered my question on what the most like accurate depiction of a bomb diffusing scene is. Yeah, and if there isn't it, one, just I, I don't know that there is yeah, one in a movie. I I typically it, has, is it because enough, it's not I, as exciting as they make it out to be? Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying look to look like I don't want to look my, like. A see how my eyes are going back. Uh, let me circle back to the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make it seem like I'm yeah. not a hero, but no. I, I I am trying to. My mind is going through all the different movies I've seen. Well, and, and so there's and a lot of good bombs in movies. How they're actually disarmed though in movies are yeah, typically really... now. If you if there's a movie and and I'm sure okay, wait, let's go to Hurt Locker. You know they have a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of bombs down the valley and they yeah. put a whole bunch of explosives on top of it. Yeah, that's how it's actually done. Sometimes that's how it's, <laughs> yeah. sometimes that's yeah. how it's done. Right, you just okay. put a bigger bomb or just another bomb a on top of bomb a bomb top, and, yeah. you, yeah. and you make it go away. It. What's the thing for us, like for hacking? I was going to say, is, the, uh, the way I can relate is the, in movies they make hacking, like some screen, like hacking, you're like swordfish, swordfish, yeah. Yeah. Really, swordfish. No. really accurate. It's no. not. No. It's what not, it is, is, uh, is you're like, very, what do I need to do? I need to yeah. crack a password. All right, so yeah. Jack the Ripper, that's the password uh, cracking system. We need right. a rainbow table with a bunch of words in it. Let's see, this guy's 33 years old. That means he was born in 1980, whatever. And you start throwing stuff together like, this is the street that he lives on. You that's put it in a rainbow table. It's and, uh, that's that's and nice. you click run. And then, well, and then it throws a bunch of shit at it, and then it locks it out, and, and that's it. I mean, it really is. It's not when you get Hollywood Hollywood movies, you know, like such as Blown Away and The Rock and everything like that when you're dealing with Bomb Squad stuff, and then you just, like, really see it. And then once you get educated into the bomb disposal field you're really just like really like i said before it's just like pull the pull the caps just pull the caps yeah. it's not that complicated well and to his point too so you know especially on stateside yes. I, I know i know overseas is a little bit different but so whenever you're going through stateside stuff if you're going hand that's, on that's method over device, there folks yeah the two teeth are about to start to fall sorry. Stuff is i know amazing. it's loud i'm sorry yeah. i've never uh smoked a glencairn glass that's what i'm doing but if you uh, if you go hands on on a device yeah. and you're actually either like doing assessment or you know like cat assessment on something, yeah, military cat, cat a is what it's called. It's there's a hostage with Category. a device on them. That's okay. otherwise if it's I don't care what it is. If we can evacuate this building and there is mm-hmm. you know a, a nuclear device here, it's going to be remote as much as possible yeah. until we bring in but the FBI special teams nuke, or whatever. Let me but, clarify. Nuke, nuke is uh, any tier one assets are going to be called in. Yeah, not, not yeah, me. We're, we are not. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the, our low-life peons. That's the ninth we're not line gonna, of a nine-line metaphor. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, so, it's the line uh, actually, clarify. A, a, fun, yeah. a cool story about that is we, we do a lot of training with the FBI, and especially with their um, their – we call them like the nerds in black helicopters, okay? Because uh, they're super smart that's, people. That's and, really um, cool over there. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, I've never done on a Glen Cairn glass. So we've done exercises with the money. We have money right now. We've set up a whole like you know nuclear radiological device or whatever. They call that team from F, from the FBI in, in DC, and they got woken up in the middle of the night, like three four o'clock in the morning. There's a device in Charleston. They loaded a plane, all their gear. They didn't find out it was a training exercise till they were on the scene. 
with God, us. That would piss me now, off. We knew it because we were doing all the, you know, the pre-work for it, you know, for a training exercise. Supplies. Yeah. And so, uh, but that's, that's why those, uh, and I'm talking like when I say it's a team, it is a team. Yeah. And it, is, team? it is oppressive. Wow. And to the point where a lot of the stuff is so classified, like even us as bomb techs with security clearances, sure. they're like, uh, y'all have to go over there. We have to black this area out. And we're like, wow. yeah, roger that. So, you know, I don't want to know GS what you do. GS-14 no. classified. Yeah. 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 I've been doing no. government, government work. I mean, I hate to pull quotes from uh, Rush Hour, but, you know, that's just where we're going right now. And so... <laughs> Well, so this next one's whistle pig ten year rye. Ooh, this time we're intentionally smoked. drinking a rye. He's he's yeah, smoked. smoked. I've never done it before. People ask me, "Can you do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can do whatever you want." I, you Once know. again, I really think we need to smoke a coffee. Let's do that. I'm down. Let's smoke this. Do yeah. not threaten me with a good time. I I will. I feel like we've been threatening you with a lot of good times yeah. today. Yeah, yeah I think I've said that twice. You guys have some weird ideas, and I'm all about it. Yeah. Lots of threats. One Nation Whiskey Whitetails collaboration. Smoke. Yeah. Bourbon barrel so, smoked coffee. So when you guys when you guys were, we were talking about cigars earlier, I had the idea of making a different size uh, cigar rest that we have that fits these glasses with one that fits a coffee mug. Yeah. Or some some sort of mm, yeah. coffee and cigar mm. accessory that we could we could do a joint thing on. We'll figure some stuff out. Hell yeah. yeah. I might we bleep, gotta, I we might a warehouse to work it out. And I so we can do a limited run with. Um, WLS and we'll and we'll do you know like five dollars every like of all the ones because I feel like people that have a cigar with their morning coffee that number is probably very small. Well, it doesn't have to be morning coffee. We could you could it's on how you market it. You have <laughs> yeah, but I think the, we should do, we'll do a limited run trending. and number them all right, and, then, the, and then the donate. Is the decaf coffee something you guys have? That's how we launch a One it's Nation Foundation. Yeah. So what I, what I was thinking was you you couple it with decaf and you market it for your evening after dessert kind of thing. Or I think that's how we launched One Nation Foundation. Did you pick it because it rhymes? One Nation Foundation. Yeah, uh, we're we're just not. We're just not that smart. We're yeah. just like, <laughs> let's just put One Nation with Foundation. We'll do a, uh, <laughs> let's just start a One Nation Foundation. Uh, yeah. So we should like do a, hit things um, with hammers and duct tape and stuff like that. Yeah. That's all we know. That's all that <laughs> in the bed of my truck when you're like, oh, it's a truck. You must have stuff. Duct tape and a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Phillips head screwdriver. Yeah. If it's yeah. flathead, you you're screwed. It. Yeah. force and duct tape can fix yeah. almost anything in the world. Yeah, uh, I saw a video today yeah. of a broken TV, and a guy got pissed and hit it with a fork, and it fixed it. <laughs> like there yeah. you go, brute force. Yeah, <laughs> what? So. Yeah, it was like it was pixelated, it didn't work, uh, but he hit it, mm. and it worked. It fixed it. Yeah. So you want to smoke? You want to smoke that really yeah. bad, don't you? Yeah, I do. Do yeah. it. Yeah, do it. Do Let's it. See it. this. Just don't burn your burlap. Okay. Hold yeah, on. Let me. I really let me. Don't let me. Be responsible that. for starting a fire. Whoa. You yeah. gotta really let it go. You gotta no, burn. No, no, you gotta come burn. On. You gotta burn shit. Burn it. You said whoa, like I should stop. No, no, no. So. Probably doing it on burlap. You're right. Is a is a bad idea. And <laughs> so that it seems kind of what weak. could possibly go wrong. So, so what, what, what's the magic number? Thirty seconds. That's on a, this. Thirty yeah, seconds 30 is what we try to do. Uh, yeah. So okay. all right. So my next question. This is our last. So we've all had six. Um, Gwen Karen's is good. And yeah. the star. Well, we'll just take these trails. I'm the using my. That's what I was going to say. That we do chugs. Chugs <laughs> is a thing. I'm so. using my. My whispered. What is it? It's a 10 year. That's good. So that's not what we had with uh, Neil. No, no. the. What no, we had that, with was Neil the was, uh, that was the 15. Yeah. Which so he dumped out. Whatever that wine that they were drinking, 
that wine was, was four fifty a bottle, and he dumped it out to fill his glass. Like he dumped his glass, yeah. dumped the wine out of his glass, and then poured that fifteen year on top of the wine. He knows no bounds. Yeah, and I was so, like, oh that's, man, that's, that's, that's rich people, people talk shit. about money. That's and they're like, this dude's shit. got money. So that that's a I got money move. Okay, uh, are you gonna film this? Like here, here we go. It's, it's, it's on camera. Maybe smoked iced ah, coffee. Yeah, yeah. That kind of looks like whiskey a little bit. The bubbles yeah, don't. It does kind of. Yeah. It's got some so, legs. It's you know, got some legs. Uh, Let's get get the I, nose. The nose should have a whiskey smell. Like a I'm not coordinated at this point in the evening to get the fingers. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. You looked at some yeah. whiskey and it's now practice. you can't stand up yeah. straight. It actually looks like sweet tea, but yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it's it's weird because I can smell this. And here it doesn't look like that, but when you pour it in that glass, it's. What did it do? Oh, that's good. Is that something we should all try? Yep. Yeah. So you guys want COVID? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, for those that don't. I'll yeah. give it. Phil yeah. wants to try first. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's like, spit Make sure you definitely yeah. get COVID. Yeah. Yeah, Phil had a COVID um, run-in. Oh, yeah. Had they, like they, seven, they, they warned us run-ins. They were like, don't come. Have you, have you been to a grocery store? They're like, if you're scared of COVID, don't come over here because we both have been exposed. And I was like. I'm sorry. I, I go to the okay. grocery store three times a week. I I've probably had I a closer run in than for a mask, I lick so. door handles anytime I can. Dude, I, so I tell you all the time. I'm a door, I'm a door handle, and I eat Doritos off the kitchen floor. Yeah. Thank you. Or off the uh, cafeteria yeah. floor. Yeah. I'm good. Yep. Yeah. Paint chips as a kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 My mom um, did meth and smoked cigarettes the entire time I was a child. Yeah. Yeah. That's a joke. Yeah. That's and gave you Doritos. That's not true. That's yeah. why you. I don't even know if she listens to this, but if she does, that. Yeah. Just kidding, mom. mom. We love you. Know, you. Yeah, hey, uh, mom jokes is synonymous with veterans and <laughs> yeah. the only thing. You know, I have these days. When people get jokes. upset about, so I'll say his name. So Michael Morosa. Oh, I, I do mom but, jokes with this dude all the time because I know it irritates him. But like, if he's been drinking, he'll look me in the face and be like, "I'm serious. Stop talking shit about me." And I'm like. <laughs> Come on, man! Like I don't even know your buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's the I have, matter? I have Come like on, a, man! I have like a ten-year running mom joke battle with my supervisor's supervisor. Nice, nice. Like for that can never go bad. No, 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 no. no. It will. Yeah, I think it's something like if, if you can do a mom joke. Like, dude on the street comes up to me and like, mom's fat. He's like, I'm going to fight you for it. P-H-A-T. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I don't know. Dude comes up and says that to me. I'd be like, how did you know my mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. like, my mom's a very good Joke's on you. I have two dads. You clearly are. We saw. Uh, I, I heard that in Afghanistan. On patrol. I have to give credit to the army that I was with at the time. Oh, the I army scared, made a funny yeah. joke. Uh, yeah, they made a yeah. funny joke. We're on patrol. And like, just like anything, when you're in the military, I mean, I love mom jokes, and I was busting out some mom jokes, and and finally one of the, the one of the guys said, "Jokes on you, I have two dads," and I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's a great know, response. So, so we saw the wife and I. We were downtown today um, trying to find something to eat, and we saw obviously two dads, and they had adopted kids. And at first, I was like. Is this a school crossing? Because they had so many kids, but they're—I mean—they look like really good dads, you know. Yeah. But how many? How many kids? Six. Six kids. What? Six kids. Whew. Two dads, six kids crossing a street and like having a grand old time. Looked like a lot of fun. I wanted. I was like, I told her, I was like, we should do a podcast with them. Yeah. Like with the six kids, the six kids. I tell you what, I—I I, I don't know the, the whole story. Obviously, you're just 
But I, if those kids were adopted, my guess is those kids are having a much better oh, life. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They, they were. They, they would were, have otherwise. They, you could tell all of them were very happy. Yeah. The dads were smiling. The kids were smiling. Everybody was having a great time. And and that was the whole reason. Because, you know, I see kids all the time, but not really. Little do you know, they were human trafficking and they... No, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. No, they, they look like the Way Von Trapps. They look like the Von Trapps. They were like skipping across the road, holding hands, yeah, and same, I'm sitting in the stoplight, and I'm like, and this is on King Street. The so sound of music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were spinning around with dress and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they were turned, they all boys? Uh, no. no, I couldn't remember. It made yeah. uh, you know, I was halfway in. Curtain girls were dressed Made clothes out of curtains and yes, yeah. And their dad wasn't. Fact check me here. The Von Trapp. Their dad was a Nazi, right? He was well, He was well, a German. Officer. It was just a German. Yeah. No, German military son, Nazi like officer. No, I can't remember. I don't like, like I never saw any swastikas. So yeah. Why? Well, because I just know it was like in he that time range. I think he was just trying to get his. You know, I'm not sure because she's never seen that movie, and I'm like, I gotta get my story. What? In that wild, as a girl, she's never seen that movie. I thought like the daughters. I've seen it more times than I can count. I told her we're gonna have like company uh, movie night where like we all have to get together and watch. Mm-hmm. The Sound of Music, Big Lebowski, and I'll appease her. She can pick one Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. It's weird, like, trying to to get people to watch, like, old movies. Like, I I made my daughter. She's five, right? So I made her watch the original Treasure Island. Yeah. That lasted for about ten minutes. No, yeah. And and I'm like, the sauce, what are you talking about? She's like... Whatever, Dad. Can I have the iPad? Like, well, it's yeah. kind of like It Man. Like people that's never seen It Man. Like if I tell you to go watch It Man, you'll yeah. watch it and you'll be yeah. like, no. Yeah. But if like you watched it when it came out, it's like it's one of the best kung fu movies yeah. ever made. Yeah. You know. Um, so It Man Four is not that great, but I really gotta use the restroom right now. Yeah. So Is it okay? Just, just go right here. Okay. It's cool. No. Oh, do you it's, need, it's not dumb and dumber. Yeah, yeah, do you need assistance? Yeah. No, I don't. I just need to take a break. Do you need me out there? <laughs> I was going to do it do earlier, but Andy <laughs> chose to go to the bathroom at the same time as I took a break. Do you guys do uh, – law, does law enforcement make um, super trooper jokes ever? All the time. So you didn't catch that one. I was like, I do cannot, you need me out there? Do you need my no, assistance? No, I, okay, I caught okay. it. Trust me. Trust me, Farva. Okay? okay. I got you. Oh. Do you need my assistance? That is like if they need to make 10 of those movies because cops Did you see the second one? Super Troopers, huh? Yes, uh, all right. The first one was amazing. First though. one is like, probably one absolutely. of the best movies ever made. Well, and that's like typically anything. Your first one's yeah, always like amazing. Boondock Saints. Nonetheless, movie. it's still second, third, fourth, twelfth one. They all suck. All of it's funny. Like yeah. I mean, it's still you know. Granted, is it on the epic scale of of what you? Because that's like quotes all the time. Now, granted, the, the newer generation, and I'm going to date myself and sound like an old man. Um, How old are you? Uh, way old, like forty. I forty one. It's a, it's a hard seventy nine whatever that whatever that translates. Because we're mid thirties, and at mid thirty, that's a weird number. Because at twenty, I can look at someone and be like old, but in mid thirties, it's like you have a little bit more grayer than I do. So you're older than me only because of you have a little bit more gray than I right. do. But I can't tell how much older. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like you, you know, know when you're is, twenty, you is, can tell if they're fifteen man, or if they're twenty five. We age way better than uh, yeah, for than sure. ladies. So uh, you know I get way better with with age me I too think. every time I look in the mirror every day I'm like yeah, well, salt and pepper up? looks like a, fine, <laughs> like a fine wine exactly exactly but, fine um, bourbon come on but yeah a lot of these kids now they, they're coming up and I, I, yeah, wine I say kids continues, they have okay. no idea what they're get to like, better with age super troopers like huh yeah, super, what is that what is that like, yeah. they don't how know old, how old are you and they're like I'm, I'm 22 and I'm could like, you imagine never seeing the movie super troopers I can't imagine it's like Django like Django got hated on because it came out like when it should have exploded, like the world got weird and and people True. didn't like it, but during our deployment training to Afghanistan, 
it came out and we uh, we had got they had sent it to us like before it came out. We watched it on a tour bus on the way to Fort Bragg. Like mixed like you know, just it was a team it was thirteen of us or, or yeah, thirteen of us. No, that's not true. It was like I don't know. It was a lot. It was a tour bus full of people. Yeah, okay, it was a number of people. Yeah, we all watched it, and it, and it became like our mantra. So the entire deployment training was: we had a nine month selection process, which two people had heart attacks on, and at the end of it, only nine of us were selected to go. So it's yeah, it wasn't selection, I guess you know. But I mean, I'm not. Attrition, let me re-say that. Attrition it wasn't is what it was. Sele- special forces selection. It wasn't that bad, but it was terrible, and it was very long. Right. And um, but I swear to you, the thing that kept us going because the core group. The core people that left and went to Afghanistan and won the selection process were people that loved that movie because we would just quote it all the time. So we'd be walking and, you know, we we did a lot of rucking. We climbed Mount Olympus. We climbed Pikes Peak. We climbed a lot of stuff. And um, we didn't necessarily – whatever. The only person in the world that can call me out on that isn't listening, so it doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) We did a lot of stuff. But, like, while doing it, just life sucks and you're breathing heavy and everything. And you just turn around and go, Django. And then somebody <laughs> behind you go, Django. You know, and that's and that's what got us through was a movie. Yeah. Movies are super important. But I feel like today, like, all the good movies have already been made. And, and we're living in a world of dog shit movies. Yeah, we are. Occasionally, you'll get that one that pops through. And it's... Like Django. Yeah. Like but, like, Django. Super Troopers, there'll never be another one. Boondock Saints, there's never going to be another. There's never going to no. be another cult classic like that and those aren't even cult classics i don't say there never will because i think there will be well once they finally start making movies again but um but yeah it's it's those little hidden gems though because of for every django for every super troopers think about how many thousands of movies were made yes that we watched and we went why did i just what did we just do or like there's "Eh, better shit on netflix yeah it killed kill times or whatever you know we we did it and that's probably where your next cult classic is going to come from they're going to be on netflix you're going to be on streaming services like shit's creek shit's creek when it came out nobody liked it but now like shit's creek is huge i mean the dude uh the son the guy from american pie the dad from Mm -hmm. american pie so his son that did did everything i saw him in like three different super bowl commercials yeah um you actually watched the super bowl not really. I mean, uh, I watched it for the commercials, and the commercials were terrible. I hosted a I Super Bowl party, so I didn't second. watch it. I mean, I had it on, but literally when you host like a Super Bowl party, you literally don't get to watch. You know what COVID killed? More than people. Our sense of humor? Yeah. Comedy <laughs> is gone, dude. You can't joke about anything no, anymore. You're not allowed yeah. to. Yeah. Not I was to. literally joking not, about if, that. But if you're yeah, not saying unity, correct. or yeah. if, like, if you don't say, during these hard times, or... Whiskey and Whitetails. We're here for you when the world is falling apart. During these hard times, we got to come closer and be together. No. Fuck that. It's irritating, man. It's, it drives me nuts because it's... It. Yeah. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're just loud. I'm going to have to... <laughs> Turns the volume down on that it's one. okay. I get fired up. I'm fired gonna, up. I'm going to use the... I'm going to I'm gonna pee too. You want potty? Have at it. Yeah, it, it was really re- refreshing. John stunk it up, so... No, it's really hard to do with pee. I clogged the toilet with my pee, so just I just a lot of asparagus, and yeah, pineapple, asparagus so. and bourbon will clog a toilet. FYI, yeah, that's where we. That's where this podcast has gone. You know, that's right. Yeah, so. we've gone from the finer details of uh, coffee yeah. roasting to it really started asparagus. off really yeah. professional and and good. Yeah. But well, when you drink. Whiskey for the better part of two hours. That's what happens. Yeah, and that's is. okay. But it's we've okay. been pretty light about it too. Like, we yeah, we haven't had crazy. Yeah, we've 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 something. Yeah, all it takes is a little bit though, just to just to get those juices flowing, and all yeah. of a sudden yeah. you're running your mouth and, we, and you're going. Yeah. Right. I, I think not we're really, that. <laughs> we've been really good of not going too dark. You know, so. sure. 
Yeah. Not like our coffee that's smooth. And a, also and dark. Dark, our dark <laughs> smooth dark coffee. And smooth. <laughs> yes. And so a... <laughs> our, our, our dark humor can, is really rough and and not enjoyable. So, Unlike your coffee. Unlike our coffee. Well, I don't know. I feel like probably yeah. a lot of people that would listen to this podcast probably enjoy that darker humor more than we there's we pro- yeah, yeah. a very good chance yeah, yeah, good yeah. Chance. i would i would agree like and just, sometimes like you people want to hear those dark stories as much as sometimes we don't even want to tell them but well it's, i think i think it's people, like an old old dane cook joke you know you just you don't really want to listen to it but you're like yeah yeah that's that was pretty i funny. think people enjoy hearing it because it reminds them that it's okay to laugh at that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah right yeah. and it's a little bit of a reinforcement that hey it's it's okay. Like yeah, you can not, laugh at, at the dark stuff, and it uh, yeah. it's not gonna. You're still alive, you know. Yeah, I ruined it. Nah, I so. think you got it right. Whatever. Add a little more whiskey to it, you'd be good. Yeah, I could. Yeah. There's a charcoal floating in it. Ah. A peat, right? Yeah, dirt. It's <laughs> from the smoker block. I don't know. No. I'm just trying to go back to some of my old glasses and sip one. Finish, Finish them yeah. off. Yeah. Let's do something about coffee now. Okay. okay. Yes, please. Tell me the most interesting fact about coffee. It's delicious. Well, Uh-oh. hey, I got, I got one. Go ahead. Like, I'm going to jump in here before Phil starts nerding out. Yeah, yeah nerding <laughs> out. Well, a lot of people don't know. It's when like, some coffee made for me in their story. Yeah. It's, uh, especially when I've, I, I like uh, like trying to sell coffee. That's because that's what I do. I don't make it. I just sell it. Because a lot of people don't know the darker you go, the the less caffeine that's in the coffee and you you blow a lot of minds yep because they associate dark roasts and being bitter and everything like that they're like oh gotta have that bunch of caffeine stronger it's gonna have more yeah more caffeine and and you're just like no you're wrong yeah that's one of my favorite coffee facts because he taught me that because i've I've been drinking dark roast forever because i thought there's more caffeine in it yep exactly that's why we do the robusta bean we blend it in so it Exactly. Adds that caffeine back so a light into it. roast. So before the second crack, naturally, that's the most caffeine. Naturally speaking, if you take a light roast, yes, it will have the the most caffeine in it. But we do blends with our medium darks and our dark roast, where we do you know that that high quality arabica bean mixed with the robusta bean, which we talked about earlier. If you guys are still following along, you know that that that. <laughs> It does have that caffeine, and it does help smooth out our coffee. So, yeah. It so, does have help. you eaten um, the cherry? Sorry, I have not. No, mm. I want. I want, yeah. I want to. We, uh, our yeah, business partners have. They were just out in Columbia. Yeah, I meant to can ask you eat the yeah, yeah, I've never been to Columbia. I was like, I was really thinking, like, man, can we get those cherries and dip them in chocolate and go like, what if we did chocolate like, covered cherry aged cherry. Bourbon aged coffee, coffee beans, cherries, beans. Yeah, into a cocktail. Get me yeah. a bag of it. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah, I'll do it. I'll go ahead and. I'll, That's I'm, a great you know, idea. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead smoked. and develop the yeah. recipe for the syrup that it goes smoke, in. Whis- smoked whiskey. No, I want to do like maraschino cherries, but yeah. I want to do coffee cherries. Yeah. Can you exactly. eat the like? So pulling it off the off the tree. We know goats can eat it. Can humans just like eat sure. a bean, or is it hard? Because oh, I've chewed on coffee bean, beans. The bean, no, no, no. It's, it's like a rock. You'll break oh, your teeth. It? So now yeah, once so it's, it's like roasted. a big crack. So in, like typically, like, uh, and a lot of people have never, never heard of yeah, crack. Yeah, yeah, circle, circle back. Circle back. <laughs> circle back. Yeah. I like it when we're on the same page yeah, yeah, yeah. about stuff. It's the whiskey. <laughs> the whiskey The whiskey binds us. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so like with, Lord of the Rings. with the roasted coffee bean. <laughs> so nerds. Nerds. So that's actually kind of one of the ways I A ring is a circle, too. Sorry. That's right. But no, with, with the with the roasted, so like I so said, you try to eat a green coffee bean and you might as well be chewing on a rock and it's it's going to hurt. 
So when once it cracks, I've eaten coffee beans, and, that, and you know mm-hmm. that's basic training one on one. Right. As you roast put the coffee the, beans, right? Not put coffee beans in your lip. Yeah. yeah, dip it. Yeah. yeah. Does that actually do that? But so that's like one aspirin, of the ways I kind right? of test some of the coffee is, is as I'm kind of going through it, I'll grab a bean or two and I'll I'll take it and I'll chew it. And it's going to kind of sound gross to some people, but I'll chew it and I'll let that kind of mix with the saliva in your mouth and just let it kind of sit there kind of like a dip, right? Yeah. And then I'll just swallow just t- tiny amounts of it and see what kind of flavors I'm getting Can from. we do that when you do this roast? Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to have some. Can I do it let straight it cool up down yeah. 500 before, degrees? Uh, yeah. I mean, you could pop it in a, it, you know, it what would happen? and then it's It'd be like meth. It would be like smoking meth. Yeah, and then you probably wouldn't taste anything for a week because the taste buds burn. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if you know that, but yeah, um, thirty but days they actually do <laughs> be catch right, on fire. Yeah, yeah, so. Can you smoke streets. coffee like, like, like sprinkle coffee in a cigarette or a cigar and roll it up like you would, you know, Why drugs? Not? You can smoke anything. Well, I, <laughs> that's I correct. That's true. And you can smoke anything. You can smoke that is true. I do add coffee to my um, when I smoke ribs. I do add it to my oh, coffee yeah. rubs. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so you can. I actually, I, I have something uh, for you guys from Trader Joe's um, mm-hmm. that I bought for you. I bought two. I bought one for me, one for you. It's great. And it's a coffee garlic um, meat rub. So it's like coffee mm-hmm. ground garlic like dried garlic and you rub it on the meat for a steak or whatever yeah. um, but trader joe sells it and i bought two I, I i can't believe i didn't bring it but but you have it for us but you I didn't bring it for you so you literally just well, i bought it a long time ago and i haven't yeah. seen you when was the last time i saw you october is what we said when did you buy so, that truck yeah october so that's been before october has it been that long it has jeez when, when did you move in this building you and I, I saw was, each other when we, I was, shortly after we moved in because i came and shot the uh, yeah when was it august so i haven't seen you since then it's crazy. Isn't that just, not, I mean, not physically, but yeah, we, we talked to each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like family. So that's been crazy. COVID. Five months, whatever. Six, yeah, well, thanks a lot, Bin Laden. <laughs> 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 was he dead before COVID or they killed him during COVID? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was before, but yeah, way before. Because yeah, in my Obama, head, like, Obama years, okay. Sorry, politics, not pre-COVID. No politics That would have been a cool thing to do during COVID. Like, we're all like, this sucks, and then we kill Osama Bin Laden. We're like, all right, something good out of 2020. I think we did pop one of ISIS's leaders during right at the beginning of COVID, didn't we? Oh, we've been popping ISIS. We're back in Syria. Well, the, the guy, yeah. the, I'm sorry, the Iranian guy that we. Oh hit. yeah, that was in. Oh, yeah. It was in January. We uh, smoked that guy right like at the, the start of COVID. Yeah, so it wasn't really a thing yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, they broke everybody the sniper thought kill. we were going to start World War. You know, three. Was, yeah. In fact, he they had actually, no idea what was coming. He actually died yeah. of COVID, not a drone strike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I saw there was a report. There was a report where a sheriff's officer was talking about a COVID death, and he was like. Yeah, they, they're saying they report this as a COVID death. However, uh, he had two gunshot wounds to his chest. <laughs> so, so maybe, COVID, you know, COVID bullets. Uh, if no, he didn't have COVID lungs, he would have survived. That's actually a true thing. Like, we, uh, we've seen that quite a few really, times where it's, it's like, like because the person may have had COVID when they were... Yeah, it's just like the Civil War. The yeah, Civil yeah. War death. You die yeah. today from a Civil War ordinance. It's yeah, a Civil yeah. War death. Don't, don't drill in the cannonballs, guy. people. Don't yeah. drill in the cannonballs. Link yeah. to the, you know, Don't get shot while you have COVID. Then that means you so died of COVID. COVID. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, weirdly, I kind of get it from the hospital side because they get money they for get, every COVID yeah, death that they true. have. So. Yep. And, uh, you know, I saw – I listened to a podcast the other day where they debunked that, and they were like, they don't actually get more money for COVID deaths. And they're like, what it is is it's a stimulus from the government because they had a COVID patient. Right. And I was like, you just – you just Same thing. You just, yeah. you just, you just the same thing with yeah. different yeah. words. <laughs> You circled back to that. <laughs> uh, I have a, my brother-in-law works. He's high up in CVS, you know, and 
I don't know if that gives him more clout or not, but like he runs. Yeah. But he was saying like, like if you look at it, that with the COVID deaths and everything like that, the natural death average has not risen. Yeah, it's three million. Yeah, three million Americans. It stays the same. It's been the same. So if you look at it, they're like going, they're they're pulling deaths from other. Yes, yeah, three million so, people die yeah. in America a year. It's, yeah, it's, not, it's nothing's grown. And they're like, yeah. no, it was two ninety-two uh, yeah, last yeah, year, yeah. and this year it was three hundred and forty. So it's, it's like nothing okay, has it's, changed. It's still, so it's still yeah. three million. Yeah, but the, the um, but uh, bourbon helps you fight off. Yeah, kills so bourbon. our yeah. two and three and podcasts and ago, if you haven't listened, three podcasts ago, we actually discussed that bourbon and whiskey was a cure for the common cold. Which there are seven types of coronavirus. Those statements are not. Not uh, brought by the FDA. No, no, no. We, yeah. we mentioned that we're not doctors. <laughs> yeah. But it was used as, doctor, as, a, as, a, as a cure for the common cold for generations. And so um, the, the common cold is a – there's seven different types of coronavirus, and six of them are what we refer to as the common cold. Yeah. Somehow the seventh is COVID, but uh, – COVID on crack. But, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah – um, and I, my boss actually said that in a meeting, and he was yeah. like, you know, he's like, I'm not worried about COVID because I drink a lot of bourbon. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, they, my there's, there's science yeah. to that. Yeah. I didn't say anything. That's I was just like, if I say it, I'm in trouble. If he says yeah. it, it's fine. Do you remember the early though days of COVID on the news? They were actually saying, like, alcohol does not prevent. They yeah. were putting it out there. So that's shit. Yeah, I won't show yeah, it. Yeah, on, yeah. On no, camera, I remember but, that. Uh, you show me. Corona, Corona. Oh, yeah. I so that. You I got that, that in like February of last year. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I got it like right when the toilet paper crisis happened because that's a toilet paper roll. Oh, yeah. Is what yeah. it that was. Exactly. So, so I got so, it, and somebody was like, "That's the comparison of having a tattoo of 9/11." Yeah. I was like, mm, yeah, "Actually, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's a little different." Well, it depends on what. What are you depicting your 9/11 tattoo of? Are you showing like yeah. American Eagles and We Will Prevail? Yeah, I don't thing. know. No, I would. I think no, they meant no, the opposite, no. but but yeah. they also said no because that's a political. We're not going to get into politics. <laughs> I was going to talk about no. almost got gotcha. you. Yeah, <laughs> we keep getting really close to going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, we're not going to go down. Do we need to just yeah. go we're, roast coffee? We are we are, we are neutral. <laughs> yeah. Someone's calling me. We are here. neutral. Um, we don't give a shit. We're like, yeah. can't even say that. You can't even say you don't care about politics. People are like, you should care. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. We care and what we should care. I do care. I don't care enough as to far talk as about a company. We, you. Yeah, as far as a company, we, we have we have no political. We want to sell yeah. coffee and yeah, we uh, want to smoke bourbon thingies yeah. to we Republicans and Democrats. So and libertarians right? and, and libertarians, libertarians. Yeah. anybody Whatever. who drinks yeah. coffee, yeah. don't yeah. care a whiskey. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're your people. We are locked at home yeah. right now. So what? Yeah. So what did people used to do? They used to go to coffee shops. Well, now it's like it's scary to go to a coffee shop. People used to drink, go to, at night. They go to bars. Well, now it's scary to go to a bar. So we're offering something that you can make these cocktails at home, and you guys I, are offering something that they can. In a yeah. coffee shop, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's some weirdos in a coffee shop, but <laughs> yeah. you're offering you. You guys sell direct off. Like people can buy on a website. People can buy. Like I know you're in local stores here. Yeah. But if somebody listening wanted One Nation Coffee. Your website is fully set up for selling coffee. Yep. So Subscriptions. They sales. can get they can get yeah. your coffee yep. and drink it at home and make it in the morning and, yep. and before their morning meetings and stuff. And then at the night they can they can buy our products yeah. and use our products for uh, yeah. for the same thing for making yeah, your own exactly. cocktails. Yeah. We got so K cups. We got all the other stuff. And like our commercial that we're getting ready to make, our coffee, we should redo it super super smooth. You know and. Like even our K cups, if you're a K cup fan, you'll get our K cups and you can smell the coffee 
in the K-Cups. Like, how many other brands can you actually smell the no, coffee from? We stack you our know, K-Cups, so. too. Like, we, yeah. we, we jam it with coffee. So, you know, it's, so. It, and, which, granted, our K-Cups are black, so you can't really see them. But, uh, but if, when we had the white ones, you could take yeah. ours compared to, you know, any other, like, you go to Costco and buy a box of them. If you hold them up to the light and you look at the difference in the amount of coffee in yeah. ours versus yeah. theirs, which maybe they're right. Maybe you get the yeah. same coffee taste from it. I don't know. But I just know that we, we pack ours because we want people to get all every you're trying yeah. to give them what they're paying for yep. Yep, exactly. and one thing and about, it's at a fair price compared to Pack Rebel <laughs> we're, we're, we're giving them air time yeah. where I work um, on base like they have a um, everybody you know it's mostly military people and so there's a lot of coffee but they like the coffee fund is like put 50 cents in per cup no one does so the guy that buys the coffee he usually just buys like junk so we've done work together with a previous company, Gus and I had, and you guys paid us in coffee one time, and like you just hook us up with stuff. So I, w- I would take, so I had so much of it, like I give him a couple bags, I had a couple bags, but it's like me, she doesn't drink coffee, so and Andy, I, I, I can't so really can. run through. <laughs> Don't it. apologize. So I take it to work, and I'll just leave it, and I put my name on it, yeah. like this is my coffee, but if you're making a pot in the morning for everyone, please don't use it. But if you would like to try this out. Knock it out. Don't no one touch listened it, and to me. Everyone, everyone takes it. Everyone takes it. But, but it's yeah. fine. But what happened is I had people like, hey, uh, you had like coffee over there in a black bag. Can you bring more of that in? And I was like, cannot. But you can buy some from One yeah. Nation. And yeah. so it's, it's like, yeah, so, I don't mind. Think of the inter- internets. But if you guys wanted to own my uh, work environment, it would be expensive yeah. because of how much coffee you'd have to provide. But there are veterans and there's active duty and there's a ton of people in there that, that, that drink coffee and, yeah. and they would be. And so when you think about a work environment, work environments typically suck. And like ours mm. is no different. We're in a, basically a here at one nation coffee. We love coming into work. Yeah. 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 I just our, mean like environment day does not yeah. suck. My, yeah. yeah. Day job. Day job suck. Suck. Yeah. So our day job is we work in a dungeon and yeah. the only thing in it, like if you bring in good coffee, people are like, well, today was a good yeah. day. Cause I had a great cup of coffee. But. <laughs> yeah. That's what we try to do. I just went through bomb research and I brought some of my coffee and they typically do folders there. And so I popped mine out and every one of the guys were like, what is it? Oh my. And some of the instructors were like my TBT instructors. So they, they all kind of know. And they're like, yes, you brought the coffee. Thank God. Like, and man, we just like burned through it. Like so the second day it was gone. As business owners, <laughs> yeah. that's like, the best and the worst part is like when we go somewhere, if we show up with no whiskey, no nothing, people are like, you didn't bring it? You know, so you have to, so like, I'm sure it's the same thing for you guys. Like whenever you're somewhere and people are like, you didn't bring your, you own a coffee company, you bring your coffee. And it's like, it's expensive, but I mean, we drank some really good whiskey tonight and it's, you know, but that's what we do yeah. and that's what y'all do so we i would look expect at it as marketing so we we even though do you yeah. take it and put it in the like the break rooms yeah sometimes and so Should. you know we'll probably you know from that we might not it might not be a huge success for for us you know financially or whatever but usually of say you know 30 or 40 people that that got to try the coffee one or two of them will probably buy a bag or two and some yeah. of them might sign up for subscription and right there you've paid for that bag of yeah, coffee right, so we're yeah. sure so, and it's cheaper yeah. for you to bring it in you know than yeah yeah so how about we, we talked? I sent you a um, a link to I don't remember where this place was, and I apologize if I find it before we'll put it in the show notes. But there was a company that did uh, vending machine coffee, hmm. so like they put them in apartment complexes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, you guys Check have any thought on that? Mm-hmm. I I think we could do yeah. half half your stuff, half our stuff, and, yeah. and throw it in apartment complexes. Can we, 
It's like when they put dog washes in apartment complex. People quit going to groomers because they just go to their apartment complex. Because we can put bags of coffee. I'm trying to remember the the text you sent me. It was yeah. just a it was a vending machine. Yeah, and it had coffee, and so yeah. they put it like in right. office buildings. So yeah. when you walk in the morning, it's like I'm tired of drinking that like shit. Tax yeah. reloads or something in there. Yeah. yeah. So the tax reloads. Uh, that was what I was thinking. Yeah. Attack reloads for all you folks out there will make a full pot of coffee. So it's short for tactical reload. Yeah, yeah so, which, which is if, a cool and name. If you pour yeah. the whole bag into a pot of coffee, it's going to be pretty stout it's, coffee. It's going to so make you more a, than a. But it also idiopathic in a sense that if you like a certain amount, you can just go whoosh, pop right. it in and not yeah. worry anymore. So, yeah, that would have been nice to pack into uh, to Colorado. To Colorado, yeah. yeah. Instead of yeah, remember the yeah the mice mice yeah campers backpack. Yeah, yeah. I can't bring the mice though. So. No. So. Yeah, we brought coffee on a on a hunting trip to Colorado and and the mice. The got first there. night, it yeah. sucked. We still drank it because we we, we, we had a debate on on how you can get. Um, I forget the name. There were a couple of different uh, rodent born diseases. <laughs> <laughs> black and we weighed we weighed the. Uh, we were like uh, sleepy or black plague. I'll take the black plague. So. Yeah, why not? Because yeah. it's, it's long hours elk hunting. Yeah, it is. Especially during this, you know, it was. Yeah. Still sunlight all the time, right? September, so yeah. We still can I can I get some of that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this is the McKenna Ten Year Bottom Bond, which is another another bourbon that was historically quite oh. cheap. Um, not anymore. Oh, it's not a fresh pop, so it don't matter. Oh, okay. I mean, it still it's sounds still good. Yeah, still it sounds sounded good. really good. The Henry McKenna Ten Year Bottom Bond was was thirty ish, thirty like mid thirties. And now um, you see places selling it for sixty something, seventy something. It's crazy. The bourbon industry has—it's been wild since everybody's been there, home. There are so many similarities yeah. between bourbon and coffee, though. I know. Even when you look at so that's you know, why we're here. You're obviously going to have your Folgers, yeah. your, your Dunkin' Donuts, your Starbucks that you see in the in the grocery store, right? Yeah. And it's going to be your eight nine dollar. Yeah, that's your Jim Beam, your white label Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, right, your, yeah. your basic stuff. Whereas then you go to coffee, you start going out some of these more. Um, yeah, like smoke, know, the in, smoke wagon would be like One Nation Coffee. Yeah. I wish, and it goes anywhere from, you know, 10 bucks up to like 20-something bucks coffee. And if you look at the beans that they're using, you know, and granted, I get it, there's all, uh, 100 other factors you could do. But some of them are using the same beans that we're, we're using yeah. and going, you know, and it's good marketing on their part because they're making good money. Yep. You know, uh, but it's, you know, for us, like I so said, we want to we sell it a People like us can afford it, so that's why we keep our price where it's at. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you can literally, however, mark, however you market it, that you could almost do twenty dollars a bag for yeah. the same stuff that we're. Well, since we're talking at. price, how much? How much is a bag of JBs? So, so right now, what is it online? Well, we we had a seamless package sale going online, but we just turned that off just to because that was kind of getting old. So our pricing has gone back just to normal, but we are coming up on a present. President's Day sale coming up, yeah. and so that's Monday. Um, yeah, and we, we are, offer. We are, we are yeah. working on some. Um, we are over, over the next couple months. We're going to work on some uh, some price. prices. But it's currently floating. Our normal price for JBs are medium dark, and our dark roast is like I believe thirteen ninety nine. You know, but yeah. I so think, I, I had to look yeah. it up since you guys didn't know, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it tastes like up. freedom. Yeah. What is so? Let's go through. Let's uh, let's do this. Okay, yeah. so the. We'll go to the 912 last because I love the story of the 912. Okay. So I'm looking at the Arsenal packs. We'll skip that. So, all right, 001, which is fun Tis. because the uh, bitter milk stuff that we use, they, they they do the same thing, number one, number two, number three. So your 001 tastes like freedom. Yep. What is that? 
So straight medium, that's just a, a single origin Arabica bean. That's our, our primary Colombian. Um, and like I said, it's it is right at medium, and that is uh, what is that one right now? It's twelve ninety nine. Yep. yep, it's twelve ninety nine yep. online. So number two is JB's Buckshot blend. So what is yep. that a blend of? So that is a that is an eighty twenty blend of robusta and arabica. So eighty percent arabica, twenty percent. So robusta. why is that one a dollar more? It's thirteen ninety nine. Where are you getting for that extra dollar? So it's a little bit darker. So again, kind of how we were talking about the darker roast. So so if I put in one pound of coffee into that roaster, right? Yep. When I extract that bean from the final roast, I lose roughly 20% of the weight on that. So that's why the darker you roast. Sure. So, so like, let's say, so the, the taste like freedom, I think is around 16% loss. Okay. So that's what that price is. So the darker you go, the more you're losing on that weight. So it's actually costing you, Cost you more. more yeah, right? Not only so. are you losing caffeine, yeah. losing the weight, yeah. losing weight. And yeah, so, so, so 003, the Moab mother of all blends, which I love the name is yeah. the Moab's fun. I have a awesome t-shirt with the Moab <laughs> and we'll get to it, but yeah. that one's also 1399. What is the Moab? So that's basically a 70, 30 blend. Um, and that is a 70, like said, 30%. Uh, so 30, uh, I'm sorry, 30 robusta, okay. 70 Arabica. Yep. So you're and always then, low. So robusta is always going to be the low, right? Yes, because you want right, to get the so flavor like, from the Arabica. Yeah, yeah, you want the quality of the Arabica okay. and you just want the caffeine content. And and so the darker you roast it, the more that you can, you can kind of blend a little bit more of that robusta because that darker roast is going to absorb, uh, not absorb, but basically Smooth. mask, Smooth I guess, if you will, out. the, um, that, that, the, the low quality risky, of the rap, um, I mean, sorry, the, uh, robusta. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's why we're able to do that because again, you know, as we're going through, and we tried multiple different variations on that. Like we even tried going like 50, 50, but it was just like, ah, I just don't like this taste. Yeah. Like we're yeah. not going to, you know, could we get it? And we would, it'd be more profitable for us. But again, I'd, I'd rather have a quality product than mm-hmm. a profitable product. Yep. You know? If that makes sense. So four is the Reveille, which we're back to twelve ninety nine. So I'm guessing that's a lighter light roast. roast. Yes, that because is our that's our lightest roast. And that's a now that's a Tanzanian pea berry bean. And so now that's an expensive P-berry. bean. P-berry. Yeah. So we actually yeah. surprisingly we shape. actually make less money on on that one, even though it's uh, so, so that <clears throat> means the money for quality for whatever for the price the bang for the buck, as they say. So Reveille would be bang for the buck. Not, mm-hmm. but they should tr- they should get the assault pack so they can try them all and then Absolutely. order what you like. Yeah, but, so, and yeah. the Reveille, like I said, it, it, it's a it's a more expensive bean for us cost wise. Um, so, but at the same time, it's a light roast. So it's and it's kind of weird. Like I always feel kind of weird because if you take a bag of Reveille for twelve ounces and you take a bag of twelve ounces of Moab, twelve ounce Moab is again. Because it's a lighter coffee at this point, lighter in density, not yeah. not roast. That bag is almost full, whereas twelve ounces of that light roast is more compact, it's more dense. So right? let me ask this: in a bag, depending on the roast, so they do like the little scoopers that you should do. So depending on the roast, do you change that per cup, or it's still like you I should always do the same? Yeah, I don't. In, in, yeah. In, when it comes to the brewing process, that is completely up to the individual. Yeah. So yeah, like say me and my wife, for example. So like she likes, we, we both drink JBs. Right. So <laughs> with, with the JBs, like hers, like she likes to put a fork in and it stands straight up. I don't like it like that. Yeah. I like mine a little bit on the, on the weaker side necessarily. So I, I typically go slightly less. So if I do a 10, a 10 cup, weak wrist. 10 cup pot. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to limp it a little Karen. bit. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely so. a Karen. Definitely. You know, at least careful. I don't put, put the cream, <laughs> you know, I don't do the cream. Careful, so it's, uh, Karen. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so it, 
and all that is is how many scoops are you putting into that that 10, 10 cup or twelve cup pot? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's where it's kind of up to the individual when it comes to. So number five, I don't want to talk about. I just want to say that I like the name. So yeah, number five is the. Inert. inert. The decaf. Yeah, so it's decaf. the decaf. So why yeah. did you name it inert? Is it the well, reason because that it's yeah, yeah, caffeine yeah. in it? It's inert explosive is, is yeah, kind of yeah, now the, we actually were against doing a decaf from the beginning, but we started doing there's start, a market. Right. Yeah. Well then we started doing there's events and what happened was is we as we were doing these events, we kind of felt like a-holes for it. But we're like we're like, yeah, what's the point in a in a, in a decaf? Well, and after three o'clock PM there's a huge yeah. well, that, oh, yeah. also, we had a lot of people that said, Well, I have a heart condition or whatever and I can't we're have pregnant. caffeine. Oh, and we're like, my wife was pregnant, pregnant or whatever. We're like, it's like we're in restaurants did not right. think about really that. it was for restaurants that wanted it. Yeah, and so at that point we were like, Let's let's start developing one. And like I said, it took a long time to develop that one. Um and even though it's it's not a big seller. But it's yeah. you know, we want still wanted to make sure that yeah. anything coming out of this door is going to be high quality. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So running through just to because I'll get to the nine twelve because I want mm-hmm. I, that's my favorite part and that's how we're going to close the uh, episode here. Yeah. But we have the tactical reloads um, four dollars. So the tactical reload four dollars is that what comes in that the tactical reload Ta- coffee sample bag? Yep, Ta- it's four bucks. Yeah, currently that's four pots of coffee. <clears throat> no, no, no. It's usually about one big um, pot. Yeah, we'll make one or a, two, maybe. We'll so make if I a buy the tactical reload coffee sample bag for four dollars, you can rip you can it and pick pour it. Which one? Yeah, or you can get all four of them if you want to try which. Yeah, there one. is so a combo four dollars a piece. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. The four tack reload yeah. combo pack is thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. So for, for fourteen bucks, you can yeah. get. Um, and do you guys want to do a discount code for the podcast? Yes, we can do that. So you, you want to do a. What do you want to, we'll, we'll call it a circle. W W twenty. Smooth, smooth. 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 Smooth yeah. twenty. So can you make how fat like this won't come out for yeah, a week. I can, so do a smooth I can do it right now. So smooth. if you guys use smooth, you get how much off? Twenty. Twenty percent. Twenty percent off. Smooth twenty. If you use smooth, smooth twenty. Yeah, all yeah. caps. All caps smooth twenty. Yeah. I'll do it right S M O O T H. I'm glad you're spelling it to me. Smooth 20. You get 20% off anything you want to buy. With those TAC preloads, so like, again, say if you're like my wife, you take one of those packs, you pour it into a a 10 or 12 cup pot, and you're going to get what she likes. Me, I can't do a full one because, again, I don't want my fork standing up in my coffee. Um, So you might get two pots out of of a TAC reload, but they're essentially designed for a quick, easy one pot if yeah. that's that's how you like it. But again, that that's your own. So preference. how much? How many cups are in a, what you would call a pot of coffee? So my one at home is is ten cups. Okay. Most of the ones you see, like at, uh, at you know your, your so this, office or whatever, is typically gonna be twelve this $4 cups. Four dollars will give you twelve cups of coffee easily. Yeah, that's wild. if not more. So what I'm gonna do is the smooth twenty. I'm gonna I'm gonna when we promote the podcast yeah. um, next Sunday when we promote it, um, I'll throw that in there as well because I don't know cool. if people are gonna make it. Two and a half hours in. They All right, do, so they win. Yeah, if you, if you make it two and a half, actually, we should do twenty five percent off. If you make it two and a half hours in, I'm just done. You succeeded. So I just created it. Smooth twenty. I'll tell you what. If you make it two and a half hours in, shoot us a message and we'll send you a free Glen Karen glass. There you go. So you there get. You that's if you buy the cost. So you got to do smooth show twenty. Us a, yeah, show us the receipt. Show us the receipt and we'll we'll shoot you a free Glen Karen there you glass. Go. So that, that works. Perfect. And that's a. Twelve ninety nine value, I believe. Twelve ninety nine or fourteen. It's either twelve or fourteen dollars is what we're selling. They will, they will autograph it, for <laughs> and it's going to be five six dollars shipping. So you're getting twenty dollars for free. All right. Yeah. So this is how we're going to end it. So number six, and this is my favorite story. 
can I, can uh, I like on the planet. Uh, yeah, so who, whichever one. one of you is the best so, at it, I want you to tell the story. Oh, and this me, is how we're closing a podcast. Let me talk about the blend and then you go with yeah. the rest yes. of so, okay. All right. So, so this is the 912 Tribute Blend. This is thirteen right. ninety nine on their website. So this is a post-roast blend for us. Yeah, Most post. of our blends are done prior to roasting. So Pre, this one is 50-50. Um, this is post. So after post Malone, yeah, exactly. So after <laughs> our, after our coffee's roasted, that's when we blend this one, um, and that's basically a um, the uh, the Moab and the TLF. And so um, it, I think it's, it's actually my new favorite one. Mm-hmm. So I'll let John Same. take it. Well, there. before you leave, tell everybody bye. This is your last time talking. Take what? Oh, say, bye. Say bye to everybody. We can say bye, bye everyone. Oh, love y'all. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right, John. Tell them. Tell bye, Felicia. Them, listen friend. to me. This is the most important thing we've talked about in this podcast. Tell me why you called it nine twelve. Give me the story. <clears throat> so obviously nine twelve is the day after nine eleven. You know, and we all know what nine eleven is, right? And so nine twelve is when all Americans came together to become one nation. And so in that same spirit, that's what we want with our coffee, you know, is that we, especially during this time, it's like, hey, let's come together. You know, we know we have our differences. So let's let's come together and become, become one nation once again. And so that's what that, that's why it's a tribute blend. That's why we're doing it. That's why we blended two of our roasts, you know, together to, to make a really good roast. So, and, and, and it does honor... Uh, the people from nine eleven. We got firefighters and everything on the bag and and whatnot. And so, but uh, yeah, that's what the nine twelve tribute plan stands for. Is that we come together and become one nation. Yeah. The reason I love that is because it it echoes for eternity. On nine twelve, yeah. we came together as one nation. And no politics. A year no later, teams, no yeah. two years later, it it, it it kind of we forgot about it. Yeah, this, but it's like today. If we need yeah. anything today, we should treat 2020 <clears throat> like in the and, same instance of a 9/11. Yeah. And 2021 is going to be 20 come year. Together. It's going to be 20 year anniversary. It should. And yeah. so our yeah. 20 year anniversary, we need to, we need to spend this year to come back together as one nation. Yeah. Reunite and stop yeah. letting politics divide you. Yeah. Stop letting COVID divide us. Stop letting mass. Stop letting all these things divide us. Accept each other as human beings. We're all on this planet walking together, and and we should just come together as one nation. You know yeah. that's. It's wild to think that we're so divided, and and I hate it for us. You know, I want us to be, uh, I want us to be one. You know, I want us to be happy again. So, yeah. guys, close us out. Yeah. Actually, do you want us to sing? Because they never heard the song, so we can. No, us, they can listen to it at the end of this two and a half hour fucking <laughs> yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah. I'm hey, what, one of the treat. One of the things I always say on the end of like a lot of my messages is like, you know, as we let's just say it together, as we drink one nation let's or be. drink some bourbon, let us be one nation. You know, and so and that's, that, that's yeah. really what it's either, either it's if it's coffee or if it's bourbon, let's as we're, we're doing here, talking about everything, we, we all have our different backgrounds and whatnot, but we can come here and have a conversation. We can enjoy a good drink, you know, either if it's coffee or bourbon or whatnot. But let's we need to do that. We need to have more conversations unless, um, you know, riots in the street you know and so yeah. and so let's that's that's this is what we need to do so so well, take care god so bless that's it yeah with that we're yeah two one, hours and 40 minutes in one last note thanks for having us to find you guys uh one nation coffee.com yeah and then one nation underscore coffee on instagram, instagram. and social media okay give them Facebook. a follow yeah. give them a follow thank yeah. you all for this it's been yeah. great awesome yeah. thanks guys thanks yeah. guys thank you
Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.